Who wants Chinese takeout? I know a great place. I'll have the cream of some young guy. Wayne's World is a comedy film released in 1992 and directed by Penelope Spheris. Wayne's World follows Wayne and Garth, two friends who broadcast a public access show and attempt to save it after a producer buys it from them. The movie is available on HBO Max. Please consider watching this film before joining us for the discussion portion of the show. Spoiler alerts are ahead. Wayne and Garth are two friends who host a public access show called Wayne's World. The show catches the attention of Benjamin, who wants to meet with the two in hopes of purchasing the show. One night at a club, Wayne falls in love with Cassandra, the bass player for the band Crucial Taunt. They soon begin a relationship when Wayne impresses her by learning her language of Cantonese. Benjamin meets with Wayne and Garth. They accept his offer of $5,000 each to purchase the show, all while Benjamin does his best to woo Cassandra by helping Crucial Taunt direct their music video. To distract Wayne and Garth, Benjamin gives them tickets for an Alice Cooper concert. There, Wayne and Garth bump into the bodyguard for a record company producer named Frankie Sharp and conveniently informs him where he will be in the coming days. During the debut of the new version of Wayne's World, Wayne is not too thrilled when he finds out that he has to interview the sponsor of the show. Wayne mocks the guest with cue cards. He is immediately fired, forcing Garth to do the rest of the show alone, causing a rift between the two. To make matters worse, Cassandra breaks up with Wayne after he tells her that Benjamin is only helping her out for her looks. Patching up their friendship, Wayne and Garth plan for Wayne to reunite with Cassandra. Wayne goes to the set of Crucial Tom's music video, doing his best to lure Cassandra back. Cassandra initially makes Wayne go home, but has an epiphany upon noticing Benjamin's motives. Meanwhile, Garth and his crew break into Benjamin's recording station to steal the equipment to infiltrate Frankie Sharp's satellite in his limo. With Wayne and Garth's plan set, they televise Crucial Tom performing at the original set of Wayne's World. Hacking into Frankie Sharp's satellite, he's able to see Crucial Tom's performance. He heads to Wayne's home only to inform Crucial Taunt that he will not offer the band a contract, thus infuriating Cassandra. Suddenly, a spark in the equipment ignites a flame setting Wayne's home on fire. Displeased with the outcome, Wayne and Garth break the fourth wall, informing the viewers that they have a mega-happy ending in mind. The film ends with Frankie Sharp offering Crucial Taunt a record contract, as Wayne and Cassandra reconcile their relationship, and Benjamin informing the audience that money and good looks aren't everything. You know, there are a few movies out there where I can quote the damn movie front to back, man. And for any of you that know me well, this movie, Wayne's World, is one of my favorite of all time. And if you can quote anything from Wayne's World with me, you and I are automatically friends. And I don't want to waste any more time, so let's get started on this special episode. So welcome, everybody, to episode number 49 of Beer in a Movie with the Weak Side Boys. We're your hosts. Fantastic as always, I'm Ticket the Dominator. And for this special episode... It's very special for me because Danny's got the week off, but coming in clutch to join me for the discussion in this movie is my good brother of over 20 years, one of my best friends in life, representing Zacatecas, my good friend, Jose Castro. Nice name. Not. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Thank you for joining us, brother. Of course. Of course. Fuck, man. 
only one good brother could have been here to uh, fill in for Danny, bro. For, for this movie especially. It had to be you, brother. I appreciate it. Thank you for the opportunity. It's an honor. Yeah, brother. And the thing with it about Wayne's World, too, is that the reason you and I became like really, really good friends is because of this movie, right? Because I still remember, I think we met sixth, seventh grade, I think, yeah. around there. We met through like a mutual friend, right? Like, hey, fucking, let's give a shout out to the good brother, fucking Walter Domino Brobes out there, man. <laughs> yeah, it's up, Wally. <laughs> Help here. You, you and the family are doing well, brother. But yeah, we met, dude. We started, I remember we were skating. We had a big old skating crew, you know? And I remember just uh, our love of movies came out. And this one, Wayne's World, we were talking about it all the fucking time. And we were quoting it. And all these years later, we're still quoting this fucking movie, brother. Yeah. And to, let me just get a quick story about you, all right, brother? For all these out there, this is how tight the good brother Castro and I are, right? Is that uh, I'll bring in a Wayne's World reference for this shit. Is that for your son, brother? I remember it was like uh, the baby shower, right? Yeah. And I bought him like diapers and I think like a onesie or something like that. But I had to get another gift, dude. Right? Yeah. And for you and your lady, I bought you both a fucking gun rack. Yeah. <laughs> dude, it's like the most, because she's a huge Wayne's World fan too. So she, she immediately like got the reference, you know, because yeah, I could imagine like, you know, somebody's wife that, didn't know the reference and they're looking mm. at like the fuck is this <laughs> mm. the great thing about that too is that you don't own a gun no i know it, it was perfect yeah i know it's awesome i'm gonna, actually gonna hang it up in my son's room <laughs> not a gun or many guns that would necessitate an entire rack oh <laughs> so what the fuck are you gonna do with a gun rack bro i had to get you that, that gift dude yeah. it's fucking awesome brother but yeah man let's get into wayne's world you know we'll get into the discussion we'll get into the characters the pot all that good shit we'll get stories on the way but Discussion in this movie does not start without opening up some beers. Brother, let me know what we're drinking tonight. We are drinking Cerveza Carta Blanca. Oh. So this is, uh, you know, pretty popular out in, in Mexico. Um, my dad's from Zacatecas. Mm -hmm. um, it's pretty popular out there. It's shit beer here, but it's it's <laughs> it's uh, gold down there. Um, I think it's gold, bro. Yeah. This is fucking, I it, love this beer, man. It's an awesome choice. Um, I actually have a funny story about Carta Blanca. Um, it, it was uh, a couple of years ago. My uncle got married down down in Zacatecas, and um, uh, so after they leave the church, they have to go over to where like the you know they're gonna have the the party and everything. Mm -hmm. And the they could only fit two people in like the the carriage, right? <laughs> and my dad was all mad because he couldn't fucking go on there. And he's like, "What? Why can't we get a ride?" He's just like, "Dude, like it's the 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 bride and the groom, you know." Yeah. Like, and I remember my dad showing up like an hour late, and he was super mad, and he had a big uh, 40 of uh, Carta Blanca. Oh, yeah. Fuck so, yeah. He showed, up, to do it. he showed up an hour late and mad just because he couldn't get a ride to the spot. <laughs> <laughs> but he but he made sure he he was drinking his, and it was a big-ass Carta Blanca on the way there. Yeah. So every time uh, I see Carta Blanca, it just reminds me of that time, like my dad acting like a child. <laughs> uh, I'll drink to that, brother. Cheers. Cheers. Mm. And the thing is, some of you are out there probably wondering, what the fuck does uh, Carta Blanca have to do with uh, Wayne's World? It does absolutely nothing. It's a special episode. We chose our beer. All right. So zero, zero. We're going to rank this beer, brother. But before we do, we're going to get the shout out of the week. So while you ponder off that ranking, brother, I mean, I've had this many times before in my life. I know what I'm going to give it. All right. But shout out of the week goes to my good brother. It's going to go to Manny Rosas and a special shout out to his band because he is the guitarist of a band called Regurgitated Entrails. Shout out to you guys, man. 
These guys are fucking kick-ass metal. Hey, to all the listeners out there, especially if you're metal fans, please go out of your way. Go on Spotify and check out Regurgitated Entrails. These guys are fucking brutal. They are beastly, and they need all the support that they can. Man, if you're a big fan of either Six Feet Under, Cannibal Corpse, Dying Fetus, Morbid Angel, anything like that, you, you're going to dig these guys. And look out for... Uh, they, I believe they have an album coming out very soon, either next month or the month after. So be on the lookout for that. And to the good brother Manny, keep doing your shit, brother. And uh, this shout out, I'll trade it for some merch and I'll rep the shit out of your guys' band, dude. All right, so much love to you guys. Thank you guys for being listeners. And one more thing to the good brother Manny. Mm-hmm. Bottoms up right there. Is that Manny has already invited me to a potential show in May. Uh, but one of these days, you'll see us out in the pit getting fucking crazy, man. Much love to you guys and to all the guys in regurgitated entrails. Bottoms up. Mm-hmm. All right. So now, let's rank this beer, brother. You go first, right? You're the guest. Um, You know, I'm just going to give it a solid, what is out of 10? Right? Out of 5. Out of 5? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I was way off. <laughs> um. I'm going to give it a three. Wow. Okay. I thought we were going to go a little higher than that, brother. It's okay. Because you know why? I'm giving this a fucking five, bro. I love this fucking beer, dude. <laughs> this one is smooth as fuck, dude. The big old bottles of Carta Blanca. I can. Sh- I shit you not, bro. I can chug the whole fucking thing if I wanted to. Well, see, that's the thing is that I'm used to the Carta Blanca in Mexico. Mm. And it clearly tastes different, right? It's like, yeah. the, like the Coca-Cola bottles. Ah, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like. They put actual crack in it down there, dude. So it's good. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, like Corona here sucks, but over there it's really oh, good, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, well mo- if you get Corona in the, the black bottles too, yeah. and or then, the brown bottles, uh, I should say. And here, I love Modelo, but Modelo down there is like, that's like the, that's mm. like the, like the steel reserve down there, dude. It's mm. just, it's cheap, dude. Yeah. I, I don't like it. You know? I hear you, bro. But that's my spot. At uh, three, I give oh, it a three. Sounds good, bro. Bottoms up to that. Cheers. Mm hmm. All right, so let's get into this movie, brother. Great movie that got us into homies and brothers that we are now. Just Wayne's World, man. So the premise of this film is that there are two friends. They have a public access show. And uh, and they have someone that's trying to, who buys it from them. And then it turns into shit and they try to buy it back. Now, I know the premise of that may not sound funny or anything like that. But believe me, please go out of your way and watch the movie. If you have not, it is fucking quotable. So now let's get into some of these characters, all right? We're going to start with with uh, Wayne, played by Mike Myers. The thing I got to say this about Mike Myers, bro, I don't know if you looked into it like I did, but from what I read and what I've seen like es- uh, video essays on is that Mike Myers was very difficult to work with for this uh, for this movie. Did you hear anything about that? I have, actually. I've, uh, I've had many discussions with uh, people that love this movie as well, yeah. and... Uh... It's kind of why when I first heard about how he was kind of a mm. diva on set, and it actually was it it surprised me. I was just like, really? Yeah. No way! He seems like such a cool dude. Yeah, you know, like the like Dana Carvey's working with him, dude. Like, why yeah. why would he, you know, be such a such a prick? I guess, yeah. but I guess he's he's super like the headbanging scene. Yes, he was super against that scene. Yeah, like, and you could, and after I heard that, I watched the movie, and you could totally tell he was not trying to headbang and mm. i guess he was like against the headbanging part yeah. 
He was. And, and you could tell afterwards, like, everyone's, like, just naturally headbanging. Oh, yeah. Dana Carvey, right? Yeah, he can't because yeah. he's driving. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and Wayne, he's, like, you could tell he's holding back yeah, a little bit. Like, he he's, is, he's, it's, like, forced for yeah. sure, which is kind of a bummer because, to me, it kind of confirmed like yeah. that. But, I mean, that's I guess that's why uh, that's what he gets, uh, you know, Kanye and embarrassing him on oh, oh, oh yeah i think that was kind of payback for all the people oh, his reaction was priceless in that dude yeah that's that's what uh he gets for stepping all the little people on the way up dude uh, <laughs> in my opinion but yeah. it's kind of a yes. it's kind of a bummer because I, I i really like mike myers up to that point. i do too there's a couple scenes when we get into the plot of the movie where i'll bring up how he was pretty difficult to work with mm -hmm. so let's remember that all right so the next right. character now is garth which is wayne's homie played by dana carvey Fuck, Dana, I've never seen a Dana Carvey stand-up. Did he ever do stand-up? He might have. SNL. SNL, okay. That's pretty much it. Never watched anything from him and anything else besides this? We'll get into like later work if you have anything, brother. Yeah. But then we're going to get into fucking Cassandra, bro. Mm, by, played by Tia Carreri. And for those out there, uh, I got a new car a few years ago. And I needed a name for my car. And the good brother right here told me, yeah, you should name her Cassandra. And I did. Yeah. 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 That was my idea. Yeah. So that's uh that's my baby out there, Cassandra. Oh, Tia Carreri, man. That's one that's one of the few when I first saw this movie that I was like, yeah, I'm becoming a man. If she was a president, she'd be called Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> She's a robo babe, dude. Fuck yeah. Next character, we're gonna get to Benjamin, who is the man that's trying to buy Wayne's World, played by Rob Lowe, who doesn't fucking age at all. Fuck, he looks the same. Good old fucking soda pop. Oh, yeah. Dude, that guy's, he was the, like, the ultimate ladies man, dude. He's, I mean, he still is to this day, I guess. You mm -hmm. could say that, like, uh, but Rob Lowe, man. Yeah. To go forward now, Rob Lowe has a, uh, excuse me, Benjamin, he has a right-hand man. Uh, and his name is Russell, played by Kurt Fuller. To me, dude, Russell is, like, one of the unsung heroes of this fucking movie. Oh, yeah. He's got some of the best quotes in this movie. Like, <laughs> I think, like, some of the, like, these are like the deep track quotes. Yeah. Anybody that knows Russell's quotes, like you, those are the deep tracks right there. Yes. It's like, all right, so you are a Wayne's World fan if you know Russell's quotes, dude. Oh, yeah. More yeah. of that a little later. And there are more uh, characters along the way. There's a couple more I want to bring up. Uh, the next person is Stacy, played by Lara Flynn Boyle, dude. And when we get into the later work of these actors and actresses, I want to bring up a movie that Lara Flynn Boyle is in. But in this movie... She is Stacy. This is Wayne's ex-girlfriend. More on her a little later. And then the next characters, uh, they're kind of... Uh, the next one I'm going to bring up is just a side character. He's one of uh, Wayne and Garth's friends, like on the side. His name is Terry, played by Lee Turgeson, dude. So if anybody's ever seen Point Break or Weird Science, the show, you'll see him there. All right? And those are some of the characters along the way. There's more, like always. And what do you say, brother? One more bottoms up, and let's get into the plot of this movie that is Wayne's World. Bottoms up, brother. Cheers. Mm-hmm. All right, so the film begins with Benjamin, all right, played by Rob Lowe and some chick. Well, let's assume it's his lady, because after this scene, we never see her again. They're watching TV. They're flipping through the channels, and then they stumble upon Wayne's World, man. And it automatically catches your attention, the catchy theme song that they have. And they bring in a guest and everything. Uh, this is a public access show that they're doing. And they bring in a guest. 
And I've seen this motherfucker before. Uh, the guest that they're bringing on. I don't know his name. Forgive me for not remembering his name. But I've seen him in a movie. He was in a movie, uh, Blow. You've seen Blow, brother? Great Wait, film. Yeah, Great with film. John. Yeah, he's a, he's a pilot that gets uh, George Young and those guys right to get the cocaine and stuff like that. The same motherfucker. Oh, okay. Yeah. So as his guest, he brings him on so that he has his fucking invention that he makes called the fucking suck cut. Ron Paxton. Oh, thank you, brother. Appreciate that. Uh, and the thing is, this fucking suck cut is like a vacuum cleaner, basically, for your hair that cuts his fucking hair. And so they make it, use it on Garth. It's just a trim. Don't buzz it, all right? <laughs> and then right away, he, he dude, he, he turns it on. And before he even does anything, he's already bitching, huh? Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. ah. <laughs> right? And then, and they, then... Did, they do the get a load of this guy cam. <laughs> yes, dude. And then what's fucking funny, he's like, as you can see, it sucks as it cuts. Well, it certainly does suck. <laughs> it oh, fucking man. sucks, bro. Yeah, what a dude, shitty it's... invention this shit is, dude. And he's all proud of it, too. He's just like like holding it like he's just like it's like the best thing in the world. Like it sends sliced fucking bread or some shit. <laughs> yeah. So Benjamin's watching this shit from his TV uh, from his TV. And he's interested in this, man. So he calls Russell. We'll get it to him a little later. And he says, I want to know where these guys do their show. All right, so obviously now they're interested in this shit, man. All right, so back to Wayne's World, uh, the show. Uh, obviously, the fucking suck cut was fucking dog shit. What a bullshit invention it was, all right? Garth's hair is all fucked up too, right? And then he, <laughs> he says something about, that makes me fucking laugh. It makes Garth it's laugh. sucking my will to live. <laughs> Humanity, right? Yeah. And then he makes the guy leave, right? But then he's he like talks shit about the invention. I forget what he says, dude. But it made me laugh so fucking hard because it was like a joke. And even though like like Garth is fucking like hurt or whatever, he still fucking like starts laughing. And he does like the he has the drumsticks with them and shit like that. <laughs> I can't remember, dude. I'm trying to figure out what it was because mm -hmm. I know he's even in like that Zen talk right afterwards. It's yeah, like, you're in a forest. You're in a yeah. forest. But I can't remember what he says afterwards. <laughs> but then. The show is basically over. So it gives us a pretty nice introduction to this shit. One, oh, by the way, but one thing I did forget to mention is that when Wayne's World is recording, Wayne and Garth's friends are the ones that are recording, right? So in the back, there's a little spark that happens, right? And then one of the friends fucking hits the spark with a fucking screwdriver. It's a, it's like a, it's like a wrench or some shit. It's just like a crescent. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it's wrench. like a big ass crescent wrench. It's just like, it's like the... <laughs> wires are just like sparking yeah it's like electrical spark and he just like fucks it up with like a crescent wrench and it just fix it and he's like <laughs> just gives a thumbs up like we're good like it's like it's it's, fucking it's, good. I, yeah this is like some like low yeah. level like this is basement like public access for sure yeah so let's remember that this equipment sparks every now and then all right so let's go forward now this is where wayne basically introduces himself the thing i like about this movie is that wayne and garth uh, they break the fourth wall in this movie. So if you don't know what that means, that means that the characters are talking to you directly, the the viewer of this, right? So Wayne introduces himself that he is from Aurora, Illinois. He says Which is that a he, suburb of Chicago. Yeah, and he does admit that he lives with his parents still. But at least he knows how to party. And he can do Wayne's World, right? And on cue, uh, Garth shows up with the Mirthmobile, dude. And then... This is to me, dude, probably one of, if not the most iconic scenes in Wayne's World, man. And this is honestly the reason why I fucking love Queen. 
All right. So they put on Bohemian Rhapsody in this shit, man. All right. And now that you mentioned, bro, the whole thing about uh, Mike Myers being difficult to work with, because it's true, dude, like the fucking music. Okay, it's not exactly a headbanging song up until the very end. Because there's like a little bit of opera yeah, in it. Which is why like they that. started at that point, I believe. Like, mm-hmm. I was, uh, for the longest time, I was like, why didn't they start it from the beginning of the song? Uh-huh. But it made sense, right? Like, it, yeah, it's the best part. Like, it very did. And the, the one thing that Mike Myers said about Bohemian Rhapsody is that he didn't want the song because he said that it wasn't, he didn't think people were going to laugh at it or he didn't think they were going to headbang to it. Yeah. So, he, and then, so now it's like so clearly now, if you go back and watch it, that he's not headbanging. Because he's bitching about it because he didn't yeah. want to fucking do it. I, actually, uh, f- another fun fact about that is that in the the Queen movie, yeah, right, in the biopic that they did, mm-hmm. he is the producer that says mm-hmm. no one's gonna be like headbanging to this song in their car. Like I think yeah. that he kind of like realized like that was stupid of me. Yeah, like maybe he kind of was like changing his ways at that point. But I I thought it was really cool that they used him yeah. as the producer to like because so, that that's an iconic scene in, is, in the man. in the film industry. Like that's. And Mike Myers is like, no one's going to be headbanging to this shit. You yeah. Know? Like, Good. Fuck you, bro. That was pretty funny. In the middle of the Bohemian Rhapsody song where they're all singing, they stop for a little bit because they need to go. They see their friend. They're about to pick him up. A side Phil. character named Phil. That's right, dude. Wait, dude, Phil looks fucked up in like the whole fucking movie, basically, <laughs> dude. Right? And here, uh, when I was a kid, dude, when I first watched this, I didn't know what the fuck he was like. Yeah, he's just fucked up. He's sick. Like, he's sick. Actually sick. Like, <laughs> when I was a little kid, I was like, oh, man, that guy's sick. Like, like, like why isn't he at home or something? Like, he's, he's just sick. No, the guy, the guy's, he's fucking drunk. Yeah, <laughs> dude. It, it took me to, like, way later to figure that out and shit like that. Uh, they do pull over to pick up Phil. So now Phil is in the car riding with them to listen to Bohemian Rhapsody. And then moments later, bro, they have to stop over again because Wayne oversees that he's been wanting this uh, this guitar. He's wanted the Stratus, right? Or do you, do you remember the a Fender, right? Or what the fuck is it, it called, bro? It, it's a uh, it's a Fender Stratocaster. Mm-hmm. Stratocaster. There we go, yeah. brother. Yeah. And I, I like the whole thing with Garth. He's like, "You gotta stop torturing yourself, Wayne. You'll never afford it. Live, Live in the now." <laughs> <laughs> and he says, "It will be mine. Oh, oh yes. yes, it will be mine." Uh, and then it goes into like the the kind of like uh, that one scene, because by this point, like right, they are, they're already headbanging, right? Uh, they're about to get to that point, I believe, uh-huh. right? Okay, so let's already assume that they let's say that they're already headbanging, right? Because that part's fucking awesome. Cause yeah, it gets to the part where they're like kind of like it's like winding down, you know, it's like the guitar solo part, mm-hmm. and then it's right right before it gets to like the I see a little silhouette. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's when they pick up Phil, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So then so then when Phil's there, they fucking headbang, right? It's fucking awesome. Whenever I see this part, dude, I'm always looking at Phil. Because Phil has his fucking mouth wide open. And then they fucking headbang, dude. It's fucking well, great, when dude. When they're saying, let him go, he's like, let me go. <laughs> <laughs> let him go. Mama me. Yeah, dude, it's fucking great. They headbang. It's fucking amazing. One of my favorite parts in Waze World. Then I fucked up the order. Then they see the fucking guitar, right? It, it's mine. It will be mine. Yes, it will be mine. And then it gets to like the guitar solo part. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's fucking Garth doesn't know the words, dude. Oh, uh, dude, I I wrote that down <laughs> in my notes too. Like I noticed that like a couple uh a couple time well, a couple viewings ago. Yeah. Um, that like, dude, he doesn't know the lyrics. He's just like 
mouthing like up and down and he's got like that weird like he just did a bunch of cocaine look on his face <laughs> like or like he's chewing some tobacco or something right? yeah because like, i'm like he doesn't even know it like mike myers didn't want a headbang and then dana carvey didn't take the time to actually learn the lyrics like yeah what the fuck dude or at least like a line you know but, <laughs> yeah but i don't know it I, played off very well dude because it's something you can laugh at it now yeah. It's, it's it. I kind of speaks to Garth's character too. He's he's kind of like mm-hmm. you know out there. So yeah. And then they pull over. They go to. They're on their way to this uh, this donut shop basically. But then they get stopped by. This is the introduction to Officer Koharski. Right. So <laughs> Officer Koharski, which by the way, dude, it's like who the fuck wants to talk to a cop, right? But uh, they talk to a cop, Officer Koharski, and he says Wayne asks him, "What is he up to?" And he says that there was a, a tour bus that he had to pull over and for like drug smuggling or whatever. And they said it was clean, so they had to go with a cavity search. No Probably. way. <laughs> way. I inspected 12 individuals myself. Inside and out. <laughs> and then Phil starts like barf or he looks like he's about to barf and shit, right? So we got to get him to the lamp, to the ramparts now. Like, he needs coffee and cruder stat. Yeah. And then, bro, we get there inside. And they're talking to the camera. They're talking to us, right? Basically. In the back, you see Glenn, right? Played by fucking good old Ed O'Neill, bro. Dude, one of the best. That's another deep track character in this fucking film, I think. Fuck yes, dude. Because, dude, the way he's just staring at the camera is so fucking great. Somewhere out there, he I'm pretty sure in the back of his mind, he remembers that he scored four touchdowns for Polk High. <laughs> right? Al Bundy, dude. <laughs> you know? So I've never done anything crazy in my life before that night. Why is it that when someone kills someone else in battle, it's called heroic, but when he kills another man in a heat of fashion, it's called murder? Hello. <laughs> and, then, and then that's where like Wayne comes in. He says, he's like, or only Garth and I can talk to the camera. Come on. Right? And it's fucking great, dude. Just the way he transitions, dude. I love the, the transitions here in Wayne's world, dude. Like right, because right afterwards, too, like all the homies that like, they're mm-hmm. the guys that work the show or whatever. Yeah. Um, they're sitting next to like Mr. Withers. Yeah. <laughs> How's the amusement park going, Mr. Withers? And he's like, oh, it's going great. And it's like a Scooby-Doo kind of reference. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Because that's fine. Because uh, one uh, the dude that hits the crescent wrench onto uh-huh. the machine earlier, like kind of like has this look of like, wait, what? <laughs> like, you know, yeah. <laughs> I never caught that for like the longest time. And it's just like, it's an old man. It's like, oh, how's, yeah. how's, and then at the end of the movie, it, you know, one of the endings, mm-hmm. this did, is the Scooby-Doo ending. <laughs> yeah. Did you notice to do that? Because like, it's like everyone's drinking coffee, right? Yeah. But the dude that hits it with the wrench, he's drinking out of the syrup thing. Oh yeah. Did you yeah. notice that? Yeah. I I I saw that like on like, you know, one of those like um fifteen things you didn't know about this film. Like uh, you know, it was like one of those like where they fuck up like the filming. Like there's like a Starbucks cup and it's like they're oh, yeah. the, they're back in nineteen sixty something or whatever. Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah, that that was one of the things like he's drinking out of the syrup thing. Like okay. <laughs> Yeah, so they go and sit down, and this is where Garth starts daydreaming about this, like, random chick. Apparently, he's seen her before many fucking times. This is the first time he starts dreaming about wanting this woman. We don't even know her fucking name until, like, the very end when he just calls her, like, Dream Woman. And shit Dream like Woman. That. All right? So let's remember this chick, all right? And then we have the introduction to Stacy, dude. This is Wayne's ex-girlfriend, man. And uh, Garth is the one that says, uh-oh, Stacy's there. He's, he's like, oh, I've made eye contact. And everybody just goes, oh. And then she starts coming over, right? She almost, by the way, she almost, her heel almost fucking breaks. And she says, happy anniversary, Wayne. And she's about to, like, give him a present. And he's like, Stacy, we broke up two months ago. 
Or it doesn't mean we still can't go out. It does, actually. That's what breaking up is. This is actually um, a true fact from Mike's life. Like, he had a girlfriend that broke up with him because his career was, his comedy career was going nowhere. Uh-huh. And then as soon as he started, like, I think he made it onto SNL or something at this point. Mm-hmm. She was like, it was Stacy. Like, she wanted to get back with him. And he was just oh. like, no. Like, and she gave him a present for like, he's like, dude, we broke up like a couple yeah. months ago. Like, so this is an actual happening from his life. Which Fuck, that, I didn't know that, dude. Yeah, that, that, that's another good one, too. I was not aware of that. Yeah. That's continually. That's crazy, dude. <laughs> and so this is like the whole fucking thing. He gives her, she gives him a fucking present. And she's, oh, and Wayne says, if it's a severed head, I'm going to be very disappointed or whatever the fuck he says. <laughs> He's like, open it. And she, he opens it and it's a fucking gun rack, dude. That's why I gave, you the, fuck, that's why I gave you the fucking yeah. the, the present, bro. I don't even own a gun. Let alone many guns that would necessitate an entire rack. <laughs> what am I going to do with a gun rack? True that. What the fuck was he supposed to do with a gun rack, dude? It's like, you don't like it? Fine. <laughs> You know, Wayne, if you're not careful, you're going to lose me. <laughs> I lost you two months ago, Stacy. Get the net, right? Or he says yeah. like that. And then it transitions to where they go to the gas works, right? That's what it's called. The this like nightclub or whatever it is, right? Well, when she comes up, she asks, you guys going to the gas works tonight? Yeah. And they're like, no. Like, yeah, all they all, like no. <laughs> they all say it like together and shit like that. And oh, by the way, dude, when they're going to the gas works, when they transitions the scene, uh, Crucial Taunts playing their rendition of Fire by Jimi Hendrix, dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty, a, so, pretty solid. It's, it's, fucking... it's a great rendition. Yeah, way. it's pretty yeah. solid. Yeah. So then uh, Wayne, Garth, and all the dudes, uh, they pretty much cut in line when they're getting into this club, right? And they talk to the bouncer who is played by none other than fucking Meatloaf, dude. <laughs> right? By the way, dude, uh, did you know that meat? there's a Meatloaf like tribute band? Uh, it's the, I believe the, I <laughs> I don't fucking know, <laughs> but this is the funny part, dude. The the guy's name that uh, that started it, his name is like Peter something, so the band's name is Pete Loaf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Look it up to kill time if you oh have any. Oh my god, these it's... are these are some uh, suburban dads if I've ever fucking heard of it, dude, for sure. But yes, man, they they talk to Meatloaf, whose character's name is Tiny. And says, hey, Tiny, who's playing tonight? And he says, uh, Jogging Gi- Giants. Shitty Beatles. Shitty Beatles. And Crucial Taunt is a, just about to end the stage right now. And so he goes, he goes, the Shitty Beatles, they any good? They suck. And it's not just a clever name. <laughs> <laughs> there's times where you and I have had to fucking like, we, whenever there's a band, huh, we just yeah. say, we just bring up the Shitty Beatles. Yeah. Like, Are they any good? Like, anytime we go to a show. <laughs> Usually the opening band. It's like, how's a crucial taunt? I heard they can wail. Like, <laughs> All right. Party on. Party on. And then they leave them hanging, dude. Did you notice that? No, dude. So, like, here's the thing, dude. I've seen this movie, like, probably, like, 80 times, dude. I've seen this movie so many times. I know Garth did because Garth does just doesn't, like, throughout the movie, doesn't like shaking hands and shit. I did not notice that all the rest of them fucking left fucking yeah, meatloaf like, hanging, all dude. Of them. Like, um, he, like, has his hand up when Wayne goes, and I, and, like, he's just like, all right, and then like then Dana, and then like Dana goes by, right, and then he's just like, all uh, right, party, and then he does like the like the rock and roll thing, or yeah, whatever, like you know, like the metal like horns. Fuck. I'm gonna have to go back and check that out, dude. All right, so then it transitions to the next scene where they're walking into the club, and Crucial Taunt is playing, and this is where we see Cassandra for the first time, bro. Uh, dude, played by Tia Carrera, she is a fucking fox, bro. She's fucking hot, but 
fuck, dude. I do got to say, fuck, dude. Her screaming to me sounds like shit. What? Yeah, I was never like a fan when she hits the high notes and shit, dude. Ah, dude, just like it's like nails on a chalkboard for me, dude. I don't know. I thought I thought it was a pretty good rendition because of her voice. But oh, nah. Well, I guess I, uh, to each his own, you know. Yeah, brother. Uh, and then this is when, when uh, excuse me, Wayne fucking sees her for the first time, and then you get the whole Dreamweaver sequence, right? She's a babe. Yeah. So the first time I saw Marissa Tomei, dude, that's what I saw, dude. The Dreamweaver, uh, dude. I always, I always, uh. I mean, it's not a joke, but I always joke to this to my wife that like when I first saw her, remember that scene in, in Wayne's World when Wayne first sees, you know, Cassandra? That was me at you. And we <laughs> always have a really good laugh about that because she's a huge <laughs> Wayne's World fan. But... Fucking awesome, brother. Uh, yes, dude. So Crucial Tan wraps up the stage and then a fight breaks out as Cassandra's leaving the stage. Uh, and then these two guys are fighting. They fucking uh, they get beer all over Cassandra. She fucks them both up. And if you can look closely, brother, in the back, you can see the Jolly Green Giants. Walking by. Yeah, dude. They're, and they're, they're in about... the Jolly Green Giant suits? Yeah, dude. Like, it took, me, it took me a while to realize that for some reason, dude. The canopies? <laughs> yeah, dude. And so Cassandra fucks him up, dude. She does a badass, like, front kick to the dude's face. Fucks him up. Uh, she then goes up to get a towel, dude, and Wayne is right there. And Wayne starts, like, talking to Cassandra and shit like that. Which, by the way, dude, when Cassandra is talking with Wayne... A random dude just shows up to get a beer, it looks like. Fuck, what a fucking glorious mullet that dude had. Did you see that, dude? <laughs> I didn't notice that. <laughs> it's no. to, I believe it's to the right of Wayne. The dude has this fucking mullet that's like flapping, dude. Back, oh, dude, go and check it out, dude. Oh, it's fucking great. That. Yeah. And then, so they, they have a good conversation. Everything's really cool. And then Wayne says, like, hey, can I call you sometime? And then he's, and she says, oh, well, they're having like another show, basically. There's flyers and stuff like that. Yeah, right? five bucks, you can come to my loft show or whatever. A lot, yeah. Yeah, and so he's like, I'm there. And then he looks straight at us, dude, and fucking, like, agrees, dude, and <laughs> nods, dude. So fucking good. And then she has to leave to where Garth comes over, and she says, that bass player's a babe. She makes me feel kind of funny. Kind of like we climbed the rope in gym class. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if she were a president, she'd be Abraham Lincoln. Is that what they say in that part? No, that's no. Earlier. That's like when they're like going to the when they're on the yeah. car. It's afterwards, and she like that. More on that a little later, brother. No worries. We're getting there. Uh, next scene though, we get Benjamin and Russell, where they're meeting with fucking another character. This introduction to Noah Vanderhoff. This is a guy that owns like a bunch of chain of arcade games, right? And he's very reluctant because he doesn't really want to like be connected with fucking Wayne's World. You know, but like all Benjamin and Russell see is to like spy these motherfuckers. You get your sponsor basically like that. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, just the way like, uh, excuse me, fucking Benjamin is because Vanderhoff doesn't really he's not really on board with it, but he kind of like makes him fucking be with them. It's pretty. I mean, Rob Lowe played his fucking character fucking great here, dude. Uh, but he's a reluctant. He agrees. And he says. If we get Wayne's World, you can be the sponsor. You get a you get a spot on the show. So let's remember that that Vanderhoff has to be there. All right. Uh, and then we get to the fucking next scene, dude. And this is Wayne with Garth with Phil at his job. Uh, Garth's fucking uh, car is being worked on by Phil, dude. It's the one scene where Phil's sober in this whole movie. <laughs> I know. This is the other one. He doesn't look too fucked up, dude. Yeah. And then while that's going on, dude, you can see Wayne. He's yelling out some Cantonese words. <laughs> Stop it. You're scaring me. 
right? And he's like, oh, cool. You're learning Cassandra's language. I've never seen you so mental over a girl before. Are you going to marry her? <laughs> Garth, marriage is considered punishment in some countries. <laughs> <laughs> that is so fucking crazy, dude. That, that is so fucking funny, dude. Uh, and then Phil says, hey, there was some major, like, bass player for a babe the other day. Like, you was... guys go to the gas works on Friday night? Yeah. Like, there's this band there. Crucial taunt. It's like, like, major babe for a singer. Like, unreal. Yeah. Yeah, the way he says it, too. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> He's like, yeah, uh, Phil, Phil, we were there. <laughs> Hello. You gone mental? <laughs> well, and then, yeah, dude, and then I like the whole scene, how, like, fucking Garth has that one fucking, like... He gets a drill bit. The, like, <laughs> and he's just like, Bring! like, just like, he's like, <laughs> like, it's a gun, you know? He feels like a badass and shit. And he just keeps, like, pressing it, and then just fucking scratches the hell out of that car. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's so fucking good, man. I fucking that scene was so great. And then it's also too when they're fu- paying him too. There's yeah, like they're yeah, paying him and like dollars, like just random dollars. And like there's not even a set amount. It's just like I need more, more. What? Yeah. Oh, come on, like yeah. And then he's like, no, you got to give me more than that. And then yeah. it looks like he has like a roll of pennies, dude. Yeah. And he puts it down. He's like, all right, cool. He's <laughs> like, he's like, okay, I think we're good now. And yeah. then and yeah, that's the end of the scene, dude. It's fucking great. Uh, we transition now to Benjamin and Russell. They go to this random dude who, who is going to give them information on Wayne and Garth and where they do Wayne's World. Is that even legal, dude, to be telling people where the fuck businesses are at? Because this is like 1990. Well, or it's public 19... access. So. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's just like, well, are you friend or family? We're neither. We're neither. <laughs> and then it goes to uh, Wayne's World. They're doing, uh, they're doing another show. And then you can see in the back, Phil's fucked up again, dude. Yeah. He's just, this time he's actually chilling with them and shit like that. Uh, they do the whole, like, uh, they're doing the show where they do a salute to Claudia Schiffer. And this is the first time I ever heard Schwing, right? And this is also the first time I ever heard when they say, that's what she said. That's the first time I ever heard that, dude. I never caught that, actually. Yeah. He's like, oh, can I put this down now? Uh, yeah, I'm getting tired of holding this. He's like, yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> and then they start like, it's funny because like Garth is trying not to crack up too much. But it's funny too because like Wayne's like, he cracks himself up with his own jokes and yeah. shit, dude. Fucking love it, man. And then the show ends right there. Well, this uh, is where they use that. Uh, she were a babe, she'd be Abraham Lincoln. Or she were a president, she'd be Abraham Lincoln. No, it's still not that one, bro. Because that one, they're talking about Cassandra, right? And that's when they're like laying on the car. When the fly, the 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 oh. plane flies over them, yeah, Dude. not quite there yet, brother. Wow, oh, almost there, almost there. Yeah, I know it's a lot of there. a lot of robo babes in this in this movie, dude. <laughs> yeah, and then Benjamin and Russell show up, and they say, "Hey, we'd like to uh, we'd like to meet with you, right?" So Russell ends up going with the friends, and Benjamin meets with Wayne and Garth, where he basically says, "Like, hey, I'd like to like uh, I'd like to pay you to do Wayne's World, but I know you guys are not into money. You're not doing this for the money." And he's like, yeah, we're not in this for the money. And Garth's fucking face, huh, dude? And he's like, what the fuck? (laughs) And then he gives him him this shitty contract. He's like, I'm giving you $5,000 each. To where he says, squeeze me. A baking baking powder? powder? (laughs) Dude, you and I, we always do this shit all the time. I believe you said you're going to pay me to do Wayne's World. (laughs) Yeah. Squeeze me? Baking powder? Yeah. uh, I'll show you the contract. It's like, uh, do you have your lawyer? Like, uh, we're actually in between lawyers right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, that's right, man. I grabbed his big fat head and I said, listen, man, I ain't going to jail for you or anybody. anybody. <laughs> it's so fucking good, man. Uh, I love it. But you know what, dude? $5,000 each? 
for what? Like to it, like what is this shit to sign off of it or like? It's a, imagine somebody came up to you two and said, "Hey, here's five thousand dollars to do beer in a movie with the Weeside Boys." I want more, man. <laughs> I, I well, I'm, this is. 1993 so but even so the, like it's like five thousand dollars like here straight up and then we're gonna get more after well i guess that's a plot hole right there right yeah fuck i don't know to me five thousand dollars wasn't a lot i mean Matt, back in 93 yeah. gas was like 80 cents dude that yeah. buys you a new life five thousand dollars back in the day dude very true dude <laughs> fucking like back when like cheetos were actually 99 cents yeah you could buy a house with that somehow i don't know fuck man but then, but dude, they accept, all right? And then they go back. They're really like happy that they're like, we they got $5,000. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're even like, there's like skipping, right? They go to uh, Crucial like, Taunt's uh, Lof- concert. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Right here, dude. Oh, it sounds pretty nice. Cassandra's like uh, singing until she starts like screaming at the very end. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> Again with the fucking yelling. Ah, I don't know. Really. Uh, by the way, Cassandra here in the blue. Fuck, dog. She looks amazing, dude. Wow. She is definitely a, a robo babe. Fuck, dude. For sure. Mm-hmm. She's uh, definitely uh, one of the first actresses to make me feel funny down there. Oh, yeah. Growing up, for sure. Yeah, she might have been number two or three for me, man. Yeah, she's right up there with the Pink Ranger. Oh, she was my number one, dude. Oh, there you go. Oh, See, yeah. So. I even know what episode, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So... <laughs> Oh yeah! One thing I forgot to mention, dude, is that at the Crucial Tonk concert, Stacy's already there. She's yeah. there, and she's wearing this like fucking dress, like she's going to the ball or something, like, like she's a going Cinderella. to prom or something. Yeah, dude, she's totally like fucking overdressed for this shit, dude. Uh, and then you see Benjamin. Benjamin came with uh, Wayne and Garth, and then Benj- uh, Benjamin sees Cassandra, and then he says, "Oh shit!" The way he looks at her, because I mean, come on, who the fuck is not, dude? Cassandra's Cassandra's a fox, dude. Uh, eventually. He goes to Cassandra and says, hey, I have a slot uh, for like a, a band that's available. Here's my card and shit like that. But Cassandra doesn't really see it or anything, huh? She's like not interested. She's like, this dude's like probably just like another like, you know, supposed producer uh-huh. just trying to get into my pants or something, nah. which which she was spot on with that. Yeah. Right? And, and then, dude, uh, there's that scene, dude, where Wayne starts walking towards Cassandra. Right, <laughs> and then Stacy just comes out of nowhere, dude, with the whole psycho fucking yeah. music. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking good, dude. It's like hi, and, Wayne. <laughs> he's just like, Ugh. yeah, the way he looks at her, huh, dude? Uh, so then um, they go out to go and talk and shit like that. But while they go out, uh, Stacy goes up to Garth, who's waiting in a line for the bathroom, dude. Apparently, he's been like waiting for a long fucking time, and he's like, he's like, hey, we like to go in there now. Sometimes this century. century. Yeah. So then Stacy goes up to Garth. He's like, what should I do? Like, like Wayne's avoiding me. And he's like, uh, why don't you get over and go with someone else? And then she like randomly grabs this fucking yeah. random guy. Which, by the way, this fucking dude looked like 1980s, like James Hatfield. Dude. He's he's wearing like a flannel yeah. with a vest over yeah. it. You yeah. Know? And it's just like, he looks like a lumberjack, dude. Like, mm-hmm. and, and she just walks up to him and then they both just smile at each other like, cool and then they just walk <laughs> yeah. right like yeah i guess i guess that's how it was back in the day you know yeah fucking they go up towards where wayne and cassandra are at where wayne tells cassandra about like how they got signed by benjamin uh so she's kind of basically telling like like uh wayne like who is this benjamin guy like because you know he did say like oh, i'm offering you like a spot 
to where Wayne's kind of like backing him up in this point because he he got signed by them and shit like that. Uh, they end up having this pretty cool conversation until finally Wayne fucking says, "You look pretty in Cantonese, dude." Right, which I thought was like pretty cool. She like she got really like flattered by that. She's like Campbell, you learned how to say I look pretty in Cantonese, and then they do this whole fucking like Cantonese uh, conversation, dude. But what's so fucking With great about the, 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 the it has like the the like the, subtitles, the subtitles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like yeah. he says like three things, and it's like a paragraph. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's looking right at us, dude. Yeah. And he's looking down, and then he like nods us and saying like going to the next yeah, scene like, and he, shit like He's that. waiting for it to like. He's like, okay, come on. This is what I love about Wayne's World, dude. Okay, it's like they know there are flaws there, but they poke fun at him. I fucking love it, dude. That's fucking genius, man. So when they're talking and shit like that, this is where Stacy and that dude fucking show up, and they say, "Who's that?" And he's like, "Oh, that's my ex girlfriend," and blah blah blah, whatever. They start making out in the back. So then uh, they, they're about to wrap up their conversation where Wayne says, like, to Cassandra, hey, can I call you sometime? And she says, anytime. And he goes, zang. Zang. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then on cue, dude, Cassandra and the random dude fucking fall through the fucking glass because they're, like, really high up, dude, right? And they land on fucking poor Phil, dude. Right next to Phil. Yeah. On each side, on a couch that on just happens couch. to be in the middle of this fucking, like, it looks like a club, like or like a warehouse. Yeah. You know? I mean, I guess it's at their loft, but... She basically got powerbombed, dude. Yeah. Like, and, and her fucking neck pretty much landed like on Phil, dude. <laughs> it's fucking nice, dude. I, I mean, I fucking like this scene, dude. Uh, it was funny as fuck for me as a kid, even as a grown-ass man now. Uh, good shit right there. Well, and... there's a good reference to Police Academy in that, too. Oh, yeah. Because he asked, like, how did you learn how to speak English? It's like, mm-hmm. uh, you know... Uh, in college. I, in college. And... Yeah. Police Academy movies. <laughs> yeah. Great, great yeah. way. Great, dude. And then after, like, uh, they fall on film and now transitions to the next scene, brother, the, the Robo Babe scene. This is where Wayne yeah. and Garth are on Wayne, on the Birthmobile, Mirthmobile, and they're stargazing basically, and they're talking about Cassandra, right? And so, like, he says, he's like, yeah, Cassandra's a fox. Like, she would be le- uh, like La Renard. She's a babe. Like, she's a robo-babe. And then it says the whole... If she were a president, she'd be Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, dude. It's fucking great, dude. It's like she were a... Was it a, a music director? She'd be Babe Ramajoris. <laughs> yeah. I forget the quote, bro, but, like, it's fucking great, man. They just go on and off about her. Because, like, Cassandra is a robo-babe, man. Uh, and then and then while they're talking... um, Oh, yeah. And, dude, I almost went over this scene. Is that, like, they fucking do the whole, like, Bugs Bunny thing? He's like, hey, oh, yeah. did you ever laugh when Bugs Bunny put on a dress? Stuff like that. That scene, that line was not supposed to be in the movie, dude. No, he would say, like, he asked, like, did you uh, ever think Bugs Bunny was attractive when he dressed as, like, <laughs> like when he put on the dress? And he's like, no. <laughs> yeah, me neither. I just thought. But It, the, the it way... reminds me of, uh, uh, of our uh, good friend, Cole Martin. Hey, shout out to his good brother, Cole Martin. Yeah, who uh, once, uh, both of us kind of caught us off guard and like yeah. him and our uh, our lead at work were wow. arguing in the office like, what? No, nobody does that. And then <laughs> I walk in, I'm like, what's going on? And he's just like, dude, tell him. He's like, dude, don't you ever put your chick's uh, thong on and just walk around the house with it? <laughs> and I'm just like, no. No. <laughs> and, and then you walked in right afterwards. Yeah, and, and, and then, he asked me and I said, no, I've never fucking done that. <laughs> He's like, are you sure? I'm like, fuck, am I supposed to? It no. was just, just kind of like, and then 
Cole is just like, oh, like, oh, it, same thing like Garth's like, uh, <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Me neither. Me neither. Just asking. like, <laughs> Basically like, uh, oh, so I heard. Yeah. And shit like that, you know? <laughs> but but later confirmed that Cole actually does that. So sorry, Cole. I just We love you, bro. Love you, dude. It was up to you, man. Uh, but oh, yeah. And then um, a fucking plane like flies over them. So let's like let's remember that, dude, because the plane is really fucking loud. Uh, there's a scene that happens later in the movie where this plane like this plane scene like comes back and shit like that. Uh, and then it goes to the fucking next scene, bro. And then this is where they start going to like the building, right? Where like the new Wayne's World is going to be at. And bro, you and I have done this many fucking times. Dude. We go over this fucking scene. But dude, the thing is like Mike Myers, right? He's wearing, he's obviously wearing a wig for the Wayne character, right? It's like the worst part. Like, like it, as far as his like outfit goes, it, uh -huh. it's like this guy was like, they forced him to put on the goddamn costume that day or something because <laughs> they didn't have mayonnaise in his goddamn trailer or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, dude. But, like, in this scene, dude, fucking Wayne's, uh, like, wig looks dog shit, dude. It looks fucking horrible, man. And this is where Russell says, all right, guys, everybody will be listening on the headsets. And it'll be Terry's job to do the hand signals. Excuse me, Russell, but I believe I requested the hand job. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. I, I believe we used this intro for a, uh, an episode. I believe it was a Crash episode. If you've not seen it, please... Actually, I don't know. Fuck. That was a crazy movie. But... <laughs> and a deep track of uh, the We Said Boys. Yeah. Dude, so then they do this whole, like, uh, when uh, they're counting down, right, the cues, they do five, four, three, and then they're like, oh, you didn't say two or one. You just don't. It's like, you don't say two or one. It's like, why not? It's like, you just don't, okay? <laughs> yeah. And then Garth, he fucking looks down because now they're looking down at the set of Wayne's World now, right? So they like recreated the whole fucking scene, how it looks in Wayne's basement. And then Wayne, uh, excuse me, Garth goes, you know, is it weird that we're looking down on Wayne's basement? Only that's not Wayne's basement, man. Isn't that weird? Garth, that was a haiku. <laughs> dude, and then there's times, dude, where you and I will just be like, we're kicking it, we're talking, and somebody will just say something random, and I'll be like, bro, that was a haiku. And so, we'll just fucking, yeah. like, we'll just nod and shit. <laughs> awesome, awesome fact about that one was um, when I proposed to my wife, I said that, like, from the first time I heard you say, Garth, that was a haiku, I knew that I was made for you. Because... Uh. Uh, when we first found out we were both huge uh Wayne's World fans yeah. uh like she said something and i was like garth that was a haiku and like we <laughs> nice, instantly man. like she's and she even admitted like when i said that she's like i fell in love with you at that same moment <laughs> so it's a very near and dear uh part of that movie for, awesome. for our our family so awesome man so it's fucking great great greatest scene in my my opinion awesome brother you love to hear it, man. That's fucking great, man. Wayne's World brings people together, okay? <laughs> it does, dude. <laughs> Fuck yeah. But then, dude, in the next scene, uh, Russell gets a phone call from Benjamin. And uh, well, they, well, he's like, uh, Noah Vanderhoff is with them and shit like that. He's like, oh, we want to come by. And, and Russell's saying, oh, no, it's not a good idea. Because in the back, you can see that they're all fucking around, dude. And he's like, uh, don't touch anything. Hmm. And then... And then, and then Wayne's like, meh, meh, meh. he just talks, he just fucking touches the mic for no reason, dude. <laughs> to the command center, the landing gear is down. Yeah, and dude. he's just like, <laughs> they're just fucking around the whole time. It's like, dude. Sabi's just like, don't touch that. It's like, <laughs> and like, like a little kid, dude, just like, still tries to grab it. <laughs> fucking so good, man. Uh, when they finally do their whole rehearsal part, 
It's funny because then because they they're like they struggle with like the hankies and everything like that. They're even nodding and shit like that. He's like, guys, you're, you're nodding. nodding, you're nodding. And then when they finally start, they do this whole thing like what they call it. What do they call it? Chroma key or some shit like that, where they show up to all these places. They're like, oh hey, we're in New York, we're in Hawaii, we're in Texas, dude. And then they're like, hey, we're in Delaware. Yeah. Hello, I'm in Delaware. Yeah. So, or you can get magically whisked away to Delaware. It's like, hi, I mean, De- what the fuck is there to do in Delaware? Anybody know, dude? Like, anybody out there uh, fucking messaging me? What the fuck is out there in Delaware? I, I honestly have no fucking there's idea. There's got to be something, right? <laughs> something, you know, I don't know. Yeah. And then fucking Noah Vanderhoff fucking shows up, dude. Tim and his wife, they show up. Oh, fucking cringy as shit, dude. He's meeting with uh with Wayne for the first time when he's saying, like, uh that he was, like, in the wrong business. He started his arcade business and shit like that. And he starts talking about the kids, right? He's like, kids, no dick. <laughs> That's one fucking scene, dude, that I've Gelatinous always... <laughs> cube. <laughs> yeah, dude. And then this shit was kind of cringy, dude, is when, like, Vanderhoff fucking tries to rap and shit like that. To where, like... It's uh, cool. It's hip. It's Noah's Arcade. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. And then he's like, uh, as Finkter says what? He's like, what? <laughs> as Finkter says what? He's like, what? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, and he's just like, uh, okay. Yeah, dude. And then uh, one of like uh, the friends of them, right? When they like v- Vanderhoff and his wife take off and shit like that. He goes, "It's nice meeting you." Which, by the way, fucking uh, Wayne did a two-handed handshake. Oh yeah, yeah. He does. That's what I do to people. Some of them, you know. Uh, now, and that's funny. It always reminds me of you that scene. Oh, does it? Like, yeah. like he like over like you know. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, like you know he's yeah. just going for a handshake, but he does like the oh no dude like <laughs> yeah. grabs him by both hands. Yeah. Pleasure, pleasure's all over here on this side. Yeah. He's like bye everyone, and then one of their friends like, and may I say your wife's a babe, just like that. I was like oof. Well, doesn't he say? Doesn't he approach her earlier, like mm-hmm. while they're doing the interview, mm-hmm. and he's just like, "Do I scare you?" And she's like, "No." He's like, "Do you want me to?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good, dude. You got fucking love that yeah. shit, dude. Uh, yeah, transition to the next scene, dude. We're Wayne and Garth are playing hockey, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Hence, me wearing the hockey shirt. Yo, oh, I hockey see, jersey. Dude. Cool. I mean, yeah, we'll be taking a picture too, brother. Yeah. Fuck! I should have just gotten and, you a Blackhawks jersey yeah, then, dude. And, and it is well, it's a tribute to the Mighty Ducks because ah. it's it's a Bombay uh, Hawks jersey. So ah. anybody that is uh you know a Mighty Ducks fan knows what that means. I'm a Calgary Flames fan, dude. I'm not from Canada, but Brett the Hitman Hart's a fan of theirs, so I have to. Well, we have no hockey team here, so you could be a hockey fan of any state or country. Ah, sounds good to me, man. Uh, but yes, dude, well, in the scene where they're playing hockey, dude, um, they have some, like, questions about, like, Benjamin. And he's like, he's like, he's like, hey, uh, do you feel like Benjamin's not one of us? He's like, good call. It's like Benjamin's, what does he say? Fuck, dude, I forgot. But he said something like, uh, it's like Benjamin isn't one of us. He's like, you know, the Bee Gees didn't, or Led Zeppelin didn't write all the songs that everyone liked. They just left that for the Bee Gees. <laughs> <laughs> or for the Beatles, right? I think they said the Bee Gees, dude. I'm pretty sure they said the Beatles. We got to go back and watch it, dude. Yeah. But yeah, uh, it's funny because like when they're fucking like. Game on. T- yeah, Game off. When they're talking and shit, Stacy comes back. She's riding a bike. She's wearing a fucking neck brace, which makes fucking sense. She yeah. fell fucking like 30 feet down where she landed on Phil. She's riding her bike and she's saying hi to Wayne. It's like, hi, he- Wayne. <laughs> and she crashes into a fucking car, dude. I remember watching this movie with Damien, dude, and even Damien was laughing his ass off at this dude. And it's like a Trans Am, too, that she like, goes over, dude, or some shit like that, dude. Right? She, dude, and then when she gets up, and she's like, and she's okay. <laughs> she's okay. And she's even yeah. like, 
<laughs> yeah. like, and shit. Huh? He's like, all right, game on. Yeah, <laughs> game on. <laughs> it's so fucking good, dude. Uh, and then the next scene, dude, this is where you get like kind of like uh, Garth getting an interaction with Benjamin, like just them two, right? Which is weird. You don't really see Garth like by himself a lot in this movie. Uh, so in the scene, this is where Benjamin tells Garth, he goes, hey, Garth, uh, you know, you and I have never had a conversation, but I used to tell you, what would you th- like? Would it be okay if Noah Vanderhoff gets a spot on the show? And he says, no, we fear change. And then, dude, he's working on some like fucking electrical bullshit with a hand on it. And it starts moving, dude. And he gets a hammer and starts fucking hitting it, dude. He's like, you know, me and you have never really talked. <laughs> he's like, no, we fear change. We fear change. <laughs> Which is like, which just is like the electrical sounds like, and then he just like starts <laughs> fucking it up with the hammer, like just like beating the shit out of it. Like, what are yeah. you building an ele- a robotic arm for, anyways? Like, <laughs> no, dude, on the set of Wayne's World, like, what the fuck is he it's doing? He's got a weird fucking helmet too. It's like, what what, what is this shit, dude? But anyways, yeah, but the thing is, like, Garth is very smart. Let's put that out there, all right? Garth in, is very in smart. In some instances of this movie, it questions whether yes. or not he's actually smart enough. Yeah, we're gonna maybe get he's got autism. Bit. I don't know. <laughs> But yes, dude, uh, in the next scene, uh, we go to uh, the scene where Wayne and Cassandra are together driving in the car, right? And then so, oh, by the way, fucking uh, Wayne gets like this like CD player or whatever. Oh, my God. That brings me back. Fuck, dude. I used to have Walkmans. And it was like, and you could tell it's Velcro to the fucking, (laughs) to the. Yeah. Dude, I used to think (laughs) that cars, I used to think cars would just come like that. When I first saw this shit, dude, I'm I was pretty like, why sure. Can't, why at can't that our point, car have that. At that point, like you could tell, it's like it's it's like you know, technology at its best. Because even like <laughs> the way it's like, oh wow, would you get the CD player? Like yeah. you know, she's like, oh, when we got the money. Yeah, like when we got the money, it's just like, oh man, he put down some fucking money on this CD player. Like, <laughs> like yeah. And then they're playing, uh, they're playing Sika Mikaniko by the Red Hot Chili Peppers, which yeah. is on the soundtrack. It's a fucking great song, uh, dude. We went over a fucking scene, dude, when they're talking, right? And he's like, uh, the mono scene. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was another one that uh, me and my wife use a lot. It's just yeah. like, you know, I thought I was really bored once. Or I thought I had mono once <laughs> for like two years. <laughs> Turns out I was just really bored. <laughs> fucking A, dude. That's a great fucking scene. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then we get to this fucking badass scene, dude, where they're in the fucking guitar store, right? Let's remember, Wayne wanted a guitar, that, stra- that Stratofender guitar, right? Uh, and then he tells this fucking guy, like the clerk there, right? He's like, can I, can I use this, uh, this guitar? He's like, really? Again? The fucking guy looks like Fabio, dude. dude yeah, I was about to say it because I was watching it right before I came yeah. over here. And that scene, that was uh, one of the things I was like, oh, I keep forgetting about this Fabio ass looking dude. And I <laughs> see like, this is the guy's like, this is his like, you know, Shot at stardom, like, all yeah. right, I got I got a guest spot on this new movie coming out called Wayne's World, guys. Like, make sure you watch it. And it's just like, and I never saw that guy ever. Or maybe he ended up doing erotic porn or something like that. But, like, <laughs> he looks like somebody that, like, he should have been on, like, you know, uh, American Gladiators or some shit like oh, that, Oh, I too. know, huh? He could have played fucking Saber's fucking brother or something like something that, Something like that, dude. Or Malibu's, maybe. 100%. Uh, Gemini yeah. or <laughs> Nitro. Yeah. Oh, by the way, dude, since we're on the discussion of Fabio for a little bit, dude, remember that time, dude, where the, that fucking, uh, it was on the news that it, like a fucking bird went into like uh, a fucking roller coaster and it hit someone. It turned out it was Fabio. Dude. Yeah, it broke his nose. <laughs> he was fucking holding his nose. And yeah. shit off. 
<laughs> like she was fucking bad funny, dude. But yeah, so anyways, fucking uh Wayne tells his fucking Fabio look alike. He says, Let me play this. And he's about to play some strings, dude. And then he fucking stops him. He's like, What? No stairway. Denied. Denied. Yeah, and then it goes into fucking Garth, dude. He goes onto this drum set and he just starts fucking playing all badass, dude. And that that scene was actually very real. Dana Carvey is a drummer, dude. So that's fucking cool. The the where Wayne tries to play the guitar, they are essentially making fun. They're poking fun at the fact that they couldn't get the licensing for for Stairway. Mm. That's why they said no. Like, oh so shit. So that somehow became like a rule uh-huh. uh, at all guitar centers. Horn, <laughs> yeah, um, was like because of that scene, but it was because they couldn't um, get the licensing for it. Yeah. And I never knew that. I thought it was just like it the the song's just so badass, you just can't like we will not allow uh-huh. you to fuck it up. Yeah, that's what I thought, dude. But uh I found out it's because they couldn't get but which is good because yeah. now you didn't give anybody a chance to fuck up the song. So Yeah. Yeah. And then like to go back to like the drum scene, dude, when Garth finishes up, there's this like random dude that shows up. He's like, You're you're really good, man. And me being a drummer is one of my favorite scenes of all time in that movie. Uh, cause I'm also the same way. Like, uh, hell yeah, dude, you are amazing. He's like, I like to play. <laughs> it does a little tap on the symbol. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, and then goes back to Wayne and Fabio tells him, he's like, uh, Wayne, can I put the fender back now? He's like, not today, my good man. I'm feeling saucy. Do you, ex- <laughs> do you get <laughs> cash? Cha-ching! Yeah. So he buys the fucking fender, dude. I was like, this is an expensive ass fucking guitar, man. Yeah. Oh, dude, you know what I fucking forgot to mention, dude? Is that when Wayne met Cassandra, he said, she will be mine. Oh, oh yes, yes, she, she will, will be mine. So now, the both things that he said, they will be mine, he has both of them now. Yeah. He has Cassandra, and now he has the Fender. So He's... we got to give Wayne some credit, man. He goes after his goals, like, quickly. He set out some goals, and he accomplished both of them. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. And then, brother, this transitions to fucking one of my favorite scenes in this whole fucking movie, man. This is where Benjamin goes to Wayne and Garth. They're on the set, which, by the way, their fucking friends are there, right? The whole crew. And the, the guy that drank out of the syrup, right? He's stealing food and shit like that, right? It's like, dude, yeah. you're part of the crew, dude. Like, why are you trying to steal? Fuck, why are you trying to come up with, like, pizza and stuff like that? Like, this is the food is for you, too. But basically, Benjamin's telling him, he's like, hey, you signed a contract, and it guarantees Vanderhoff to have a spot on the show. To where Wayne says, I like, due to no sponsor, I will not bow down to no sponsor. And then he fucking, like, he has a whole bag of Doritos, right? Front and center, dude. He takes the chips out and starts fucking eating it. Mm. And when he tastes it, he's looking, he's fucking looking right at us, the viewer. And he's enjoying the fucking. It's a, it's a fucking, it's it's an ad placement for sure. 100%. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. And then he's like, he's like, Garth, what do you got to say about that? It pans to Garth wearing like full Reebok gear. Like everything, dude. It's just like. Even the headband, dude. Yeah. He's got Shoot. like, he's got a hat with the headband underneath. He's got like a big ass hockey jersey, which are like some of the best hockey jerseys of all time. Yeah. Um, Like, like those Reebok pump fucking like mm-hmm. high tops, like mm-hmm. just everything is just like. It's so sad. It's just like people only do things because just because they get paid. That's just real sad, man. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I can't think of this. It's giving me a headache. And he comes like, here, take two of these. And he gives them aspirin, right? And yeah. he dumps the, the way he dumps the bottle, yeah. too. 
and it goes in his hands and it turns to fucking black and white. Just but like the, the commercial? Yeah. And like the small the, the yellow. pill is yellow. Or small, different. New print. It's like little, yeah. yellow, different. <laughs> it's so fucking good, dude. And he's like, Well, I'm sorry, but if you can't do this way, then you can go back to the, your your farmhouse in Aurora. If that's your choice, is like, and it's the choice of a new generation. Stick <laughs> it up, Pepsi, dude. That is one of the best fucking scenes in this movie, dude. It is so fucking great. And to go back to how uh, Mike Myers was being a piece of shit, he was being a diva in this fucking scene when they were about to shoot it. He complained that there was no margarine on the set. Ah, uh, see, that's that was a yeah. reference I made earlier, like, oh, about him not having any fucking mayonnaise. It yeah. was margarine. That's what it Marge- was. Can you believe that, bro? He's like, I'm not fuck. I refuse to do the scene until we get margarine on the set. What the fuck, dude? I was so disappointed hearing this shit, dude. But I guess that's how Mike Myers is, dude. God damn it, man. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Let me get a swig right there, bro. I needed a fucking beverage, man. I was <laughs> parched. Ugh, but goddamn, bro. But yeah, go- going back to the next scene, dude. All right. Garth fucking, now they're going, they're back to uh, 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 Stan Nikita's Donuts, right? This yeah. is where Garth starts daydreaming and shit like that, right? He starts daydreaming about that woman again. Yeah. And then you have Glenn again, who's just fucking like, <laughs> he just starts talking about, he's like. Uh, talking to the dude from uh, from the, uh, when the ben, uh, and Benjamin, Benjamin and, and Russell. And Russell go up to his, like, ask for the public access records yeah. or whatever. He's he's there and he's like, uh, you know what happened today? I got paid today. He's like, oh yeah, I know what that's like. He's like, no, you don't understand. This is my last paycheck. I got fired. You know what I like to do? He's like, I know what you like to do. <laughs> he's like, uh, you just want to grab his heart and stab him right through it and see and hold the heart right next to him to see how black it is, right? <laughs> it's like, like to find the man who did it, rip his still beating heart out, put it in front of his face just so he could show him how black it is before he dies. He's just like, well, actually, I was just thinking about filing a grievance with the union. <laughs> right, dude? And he's like, and then fucking Stan's just like, uh, well, the world's a twisted place. <laughs> it's fucking good, dude. Al Bundy, I call him, I know he's that O'Neill dude, but to me, he's Al Bundy, dude. Al Bundy was so fucking sick in this movie, dude. And that's like pretty much all his screen time, dude. Yeah. It's, it's a- fucking great. He, 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 like, fucking owned every fucking little scene he had in it, dude. Ed O'Neill, man. Yeah. And then we get to the next scene, dude. This is, like, the one scene where, like, uh, we get, like, the only... And I put this in quotes, dude. The fucking gratuitous sex scene. Mm, right, yeah. dude? Because yeah. it goes camera one, camera two, camera yeah. one, camera two. And it's it's Wayne looking at Cassandra, right? And uh, basically, this what this whole scene is about is, like, Wayne... Let's put shit in perspective, dude, all right? Wayne has a fucking ugly mullet. He's fucking ugly and shit like that, right? Especially in that scene, dude. Like, that mullet is... <laughs> it is a mulletron for sure. <laughs> yeah, and Cassandra's a robo-babe like we already established. So, basically, Wayne's asking her... He's like, would you love me if, like, any of this shit happens? He gives her all these fucking fucked up scenarios, too, where she says, yeah. Like, I'll still love you. She's like, all right, cool. Party Wayne. Uh, party on. Like, bonus. Bonus, yeah. bonus and stuff like that. And then Cassandra gets a phone call from Anthony... Which is the drummer of Crucial Taunt. And he's asking, who's Anthony? Who's Anthony? Like, how the fuck do you not know who her drummer is Like, know, at dude. this point? like, Yeah. <laughs> dude, and the, the thing is, I forgot to mention, is that by this time now, Benjamin has already agreed to help Crucial Taunt do a music video to get their careers on track and shit like that. So that's why the drummer's calling. He's like, oh, I might not be able to make it because of work and shit like that. He's working a double shift as a bus, bus boy. Yeah. Uh, this whole scene was fucking funny, dude. Like, the whole thing with, like, Wayne... He goes up to the mummy and shit like that. He starts humping it. There's like, did you notice it? There's a random fucking mummy in Cassandra's room, dude. dude Why is that, there a fucking mummy there? 
it's a that's a really nice loft. It looks like she lives in an abandoned warehouse. Uh huh. Honestly, like mm-hmm. it's a big space. They had a whole ass concert there. Like yeah. that's where, you know. Yeah. You, did you think about that? Like, wait, this is her loft. Yeah. Her rent, her rent party, and she lives there. And she lives there. Like that's a bit like. Why can't the rest of the band live there too? Like, then they'd, <laughs> it'd be cheaper. Then she'd probably be able to make rent. Like, you know, like. Yeah. Fuck, that's true, man. Why Damn. can't Wayne move out and live with her? <laughs> oh, I guess that's too, that's too soon, right? Yeah, could be, man. Uh, plot holes that yeah, no one yeah, thinks about. Plot holes, yeah. And the good thing, the funny thing about this scene too, dude, is the whole like Marilyn Monroe thing that it, like Wayne pulls out. Because right, he he does he puts Happy on the birthday <laughs> to you. Yeah. Mr. President. He even fucking makes the whole Mr. thing with his mouth and shit like that. Uh, and then when she hangs up on Anthony, she calls him an asshole and he's, he can't believe it. And he just jumps on her and fucking they start making out. And then it says gratuitous sex scene. Yeah. So then it like cuts out and shit. Fuck, that is brilliant shit right there, man. The way they're able to like poke fun at, at shit like that. They're man. covering all the bases of the of like the movie, you know? Yeah. Like, of like what what a successful, successful, <laughs> get it? What a successful movie yeah. needs to have. Yes, dude. And then we get to this part where Wayne, Garth, and Cassandra go to Benjamin's house, dude. And this is what fucking uh, Garth calls a full-functioning babe layer, dude. Yep. It's fucking great, huh? Which, by the way, the way Benjamin comes off of this, dude, is like such a like an arrogant piece of shit, huh? Because he knows everything, dude. He's like, oh, yeah, all fucking French. All wine is French. Otherwise, all it's is. sparkling white wine. Yeah. Uh, and then, because we did mention, like, not too long ago, dude, that that Garth is a smart motherfucker, right? But in this scene, this is where I have like a little flaw. This is where I that's why I said, yeah, there's <laughs> there's moments where you question his actual intelligence. <laughs> yeah. So Garth goes through Benjamin's uh home, his apartment and shit, and he finds a fucking like an agenda basically. And he says, "All right. Find that uh that public access show and exploit it." I wonder who that is. It's like <laughs> It's like, feel, like purchase public access show and exploit it. Feel sorry for whoever those guys are. Yeah, it's like <laughs> and he finds a condom like ribbed for her pleasure. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> With books also like it's, how to pick up chicks. Yeah, he's smooth. Yeah, it's like a little kid going through like his parents' drawers and shit, like finding stuff. Yeah, and then they start talking and everything, and then they start toasting each other the champagne. Which, by the way, Garth didn't even fucking get a glass. The fuck, Benjamin? They just leave him hanging there so when they do the toast, like fucking Garth has an imaginary one in his hand and shit like that. (laughs) That's so fucked up. Awkward. (laughs) And then Benjamin says, hey, who wants Chinese takeout? I know, a great place. To where Wayne says, I'll have the cream of Sun Young Gun. (laughs) And hold on, bro. I gotta bring this up, dude, is that this scene was improvised. This was not in in the script, dude. So oh, right. that that five second pause where they don't they're not doing shit was uh they left that out there because uh the director Penelope Spheris she didn't think that was gonna that was gonna she thought it was gonna offend people and of all people Rob Lowe said no let's keep it in there it was like their genuine like like reaction mm-hmm. and the the way that's how professional Dana Carvey is bro because for him to react like that way in character as Garth fucking perfect bro. oh yeah fucking awesome and and rob lowe was the one that told penelope spheris please keep it in there this is fucking funny because apparently like the people in the back they were laughing their asses off oh shit and that's why there's that five second pause because when they did a uh a a viewing on it 
Uh, I guess people were laughing fucking like hysterical. Got quite about the it. commotion out of that little room up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. But yes, the Krima Sung Young guy, man. That is fucking great. But let's also remember, guys. All right. So, like, Benjamin, when he saw Cassandra, he's trying to woo her. Let's not forget that, right? So, he did the whole thing for Kushitan to produce a music video for them. So, in a way to kind of distract Wayne from what he's trying to do to get into basically getting Cassandra's pants, right, bro? Is that he gives Wayne and Garth backstage passes to an Alice Cooper show. And that's where they fucking go. <laughs> so, to go to the to the show, right? Which, cool. The, the, the Mirthmobile, right, dude? Uh, you saw that they had, like, he has licorice, like, in his, like, uh, in that compartment at the top of the car. That wasn't there in the beginning of the movie. No, it wasn't at the beginning because, of the movie. Because when they're headbanging, you can see everything, yeah. but the thing's not sticking out. So, unless they oh, got, unless well, they got well, added so in. Wayne added the CD player, and then Garth added the licorice. Oh. Maybe, if you think about it. I okay. Guess. That's good right there, man. That makes sense now. I never yeah. thought about it till just ah, right now. Okay. That makes perfect sense, brother. Uh, this scene was fucking cool, though, because, like, they say, like, oh, hey, look, it's whatever the fuck the street is on, right? And then they do the whole Laverne and Shirley thing. Oh, yeah. Fucking great, dude. Which, by the way, dude, the way when they open or they open the doors and they they hit each other with the doors, yeah. the, Wayne way, the way Wayne looks at us, yeah. the viewer, is fucking great, dude. <laughs> it's only like a second long, dude. It's, it's like fucking amazing. The cheesiest look of all time. Yeah. Like... And then you and I, brother, you and I, we can recreate this fucking scene and we wanted to. Yeah, we got we got access to a bottling a bottling line. Yeah, we got access to forklifts. I got bandanas. I got gloves. <laughs> you know, I mean, we would need the jump. Wait, what are we doing? <laughs> Alice yeah. Cooper. Yeah, and then it goes into fucking feed my Frankenstein. Feeding my. It's so fucking. I love that song. That's probably one of two songs from Alice Cooper I actually like. Yeah, it's fucking cool. That and uh, schools out for summer. Yeah, basically, dude. Uh, so then they. It's so sick, huh? Like, they're in the crowd. You can see them in the crowd. And then they make their way to the side where they have the backstage passes around their necks. And they're like, the way they show it off, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's they're so like... fucking sick. <laughs> and, like, they end up going, uh, which, by the way, where the fuck were they going? Because, like, if they want to meet Alice Cooper, why don't they just wait for them until the show is over? But then they make, like, a wrong turn and they go outside. They're out back? Yeah, they're outside. Behind the venue? <laughs> yeah. And he even says, oh... I think we made the wrong turn because we're outside now. <laughs> and how fucking convenient is that there's a bodyguard there that knows fucking everything played by fucking the legendary Chris Farley. Chris man. Farley, dude. One of his man. probably like last <laughs> yeah. fucking scenes, dude. Uh-huh. So right here, there's a limo where they're at. And he's like, who does this belong to? And he says, oh, that belongs to Frankie Sharp of Sharp Records. Uh, basically, he, he basically he's the touring fuck- the country right now to look for his next big act. <laughs> yeah. He's going to go right here all the way to Missouri. He's going to go to Chicago on his way to Detroit. And look, the way he fucking like, like his hand motions, <laughs> hand like, motions, just like dude, fucking way up. So good. And then. Uh, all right. Thanks. He's just like that. You know, although he was just a regular bodyguard, had quite a lot of information, didn't he? Don't you think? Yeah. Which <laughs> is true, right? It's like, hey, Crucial Tan's looking for a big break. Yeah. I wonder what's going to happen here. Yeah. Uh, how fucking great again that they're pointing at their fucking flaws, dude. Yeah. It's so fucking good. And then they go back into the fucking uh, the show, but then they go backstage and they actually meet Alice Cooper. Right? One of the best scenes of all time. <laughs> it's just great, dude. And he goes, hey, Alice, is this cool? He's like, oh, yeah. So you come to Milwaukee often? Uh, I've been here a lot. 
but Milwaukee's had its fair share of visitors throughout the years. And he basically but gives Mar- like this- <laughs> Milwaukee sure has had its fair share of visitors throughout the years. Uh, isn't Milwaukee a Indian name? Well, why? Yes, it is, Pete. It's <laughs> <laughs> just so educated. Like, yeah, right. Uh, he actually, uh, gives a whole social studies fucking. It's like, like uh, Milwaukee is actually Ilgwakwan for the good land. <laughs> yeah, Milwaukee. Yeah, I was not aware of that. I shit you not, dude. Because of this movie is when I say that. It's actually the first place that had four socialist mayors before. <laughs> Does this guy know how to party or what? <laughs> no, I just look at him like, really, dude. Yeah, and then he's like, "All right, he's like, all right, Alice, we'll just get out of here." And then Alice is like, "No, come, stay, hang out, <laughs> party with us." Yeah, okay, Go we'll stay. hang out with yous with Alice Cooper. And then the whole iconic scene: the we're not uh, worthy. worthy, we're not we're worthy. worthy, we suck, like we're scum. <laughs> it's so funny. That's a great fucking scene, dude. Um, the educational piece that precedes it is the best part, honestly. <laughs> like, yeah. So the one thing that I think in this scene is that if Benjamin wanted them to go to the show, then why the fuck would they have the first show that night? Because after this, they have to go back to their first show. Yeah. Right? That's kind of shitty. Uh, so like when they go to their first show, this is where like Noah Vanderhoff is there, right? And they're yeah. not happy about it. So they say, oh, hey, uh, Noah's going to be your first guest. And then uh, Wayne is like, what the hell is this? And he's like, and then like the, the guy that like says they introduces their names and shit. And he's like to Garth, he's like, uh, your last name is pronounced Elgar, right? And he's like, uh, Wayne. <laughs> yeah. So then he's like, don't be nervous. You're going to be fine. And he tells Russell, there's a Russell. You have a pen. I, I'd like to make some notes. He's like, all right, you're my guys. You're my guys. <laughs> and dude, okay. I know like the fucking, the, when they start the show. Right? Like, yeah. they have, like, that really cheesy song. But, dude, it's actually well, fucking catchy, Wayne's dude. World. <laughs> Wayne's World. I think I actually kind of dig the song a little Party bit, dude. time. Yeah. Excellent. And, it, and if you notice, dude, when they say their names, he said, party, like, party, it's Friday. Party is always your host, Wayne Campbell and Garth. He party even... on Wayne and party on Garth. Wayne's World. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the thing is, like, he just asked... Like fucking Garth's last name, but yeah. he doesn't say no, it. No, he doesn't say his name. <laughs> With Wayne Campbell and Garth. It's Wayne's like, world. It's like, all right. Party on, Garth. It's like, I guess. Yeah, that is the most perfect fucking response you can get. Um, so good. Um, Noah Vanderhoff then fucking goes on. They basically make a mockery out of him, or at least fucking like Wayne does, because on the notes that he wrote, he mocks him and shit like that. He fucking, on his cue cards, it says, uh, what the fuck did he say? He says, oh, I, I'm a sphincter boy. I'm a sphincter boy is one of them. Yeah. Uh, I, I think he says this guy blows goats. Yeah. I have proof. Yeah. Or some shit like that. And then I think the last one says this man has no penis. Right. Yeah. yeah that's the okay. last one. This man has no penis. So like Garth is on the other side. And he's like, <laughs> but he's laughing. How the yeah. fuck is Garth able to see unless like they never showed him like fucking showing Garth the cue cards. Unless Wayne showed it to him before, you know? <laughs> and it was never seen. And then, like, it's funny, huh? Because, like, the fucking, the cue cards are making everybody laugh. There's a guy all the way at the top having a fat attack, dude. Yeah. <laughs> up in the control room. Yeah. It's so fucking good. Like, you got quite the response from that little room up there. <laughs> they cut the commercial. Wayne is told by Benjamin, hey, can you please come up now? And he goes up there and he fucking fires him, dude. And he says, all right, well, I'm taking my show with me. He goes, uh, we own this show. 
and that bite me, right? So now Garth is forced to do the show by himself, dude. And fuck, he has like a complete like, uh, he doesn't know what the fuck to do. You ever see that episode of, was it, uh, the Twilight Zone, Twilight Zone where yeah. the guy's head just kept on like, <laughs> like getting bigger and bigger yeah. and then it exploded? Fuck, dude. So yeah, because of this shit, the show is over now. So then back at the spot where they were stargazing earlier, where uh, they were talking about Cassandra, where she's a robo babe and everything. They go there in the birthmobile. They're like, uh, they're talking and they're saying like all this shit to each other. Because then Garth ends up saying, like, you know what? Well, Benjamin's got it for you, man. He's taking our show, and now he's got something for Cassandra. And he's like, and he, and then he basically says all the shit that are, like, flaws of, of Wayne, right? He's like, he doesn't have, because Benjamin doesn't have visible scars. He drives a cool car, and he does not live with parents, <laughs> right? Right. And he's like, how about F? You're a gimp? Yeah. And he's like, you know what you can do? And he goes, yeah, well, I know what you can do. You can... Fu- and then he starts going on and off, and then the plane fucking shows up, The dude. plane's, like, landing, and it's just, like... And the way that, like, Wayne is looking at him, like, because mm-hmm. he's saying things, right? And you can't hear what he's saying, but yeah. Wayne's expressions is, like, kind of, like, telling you, like, what he's saying, and it's, like, some, like, outlandish shit, and he's like, oh, what? Like, really? Okay, like, whoa, yeah. all right, well, that's interesting. Yeah. And then afterwards, like, oh, you kiss your mother with that mouth? Like... <laughs> he's like, he's like, well, I'm out of here. Damien. Yeah. That shit made me laugh so hard, dude. Because, like, when people ask me how Damien's doing, dude, they always spell Damien, D-A-M-I-E-N. Yeah. Like the devil's like kid the and shit devil's like spawn. Yeah. So that's the way, like, he's referring to Garth with the, he's like, with that fucking language he's spoken that we don't even know what yeah. the fuck he said. And she's like, it's so fucking good. And then he leaves, right? So that fucking sucks. Because now Wayne and Garth are not friends anymore, man. That fucking sucked, man. Um... But then we go to the next scene where uh, Wayne goes to Cassandra's and basically like Cassandra breaks up with Wayne, right? Because he, she's like pecking her shit and they're about to go to the music video set, the, the video shoot, right? For the, the music video, right? And he's like, uh, well, yeah, he, he screws me. Now he screws you. And then he's like, can you be any more insulting? And he's like, yeah, I can. And then basically she like, she breaks up with him and then. Uh, the, the scene I do like about this is like, he's like, all right, my best friend's gone. My lady's gone. But you know what really pisses me off? And then he looks at the camera and the camera takes off. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, come back. Yeah. Come back. I didn't mean that. All right. We'll work it out. All right. And he's like back to his normal self yeah. and shit like that. Uh, you know what? Dude, the, the thing about this thing is that like when, when Wayne and Garth like uh, pretty much ended their friendship, it wasn't really that long. Yeah, right, like it's like it looked like twelve it, hours. Yeah, it seemed like the very next day, huh? Because the next scene is where they go to the donut shop, yeah. and fucking Garth is playing with these fucking donuts. Dude, yeah, right. And then it's like makes like donut people. <laughs> yeah, and he starts getting these chopsticks, and he just starts fucking like stabbing <laughs> them. <laughs> and then when shows and up, and it's like jelly filled donuts too, so it looks like he's bleeding or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh no, Mr. Muffin Man. Oh no. And he fucking like gushes. The yeah. Fucking, yeah. And then Wayne shows up and they're basically, they, uh, long story short, they basically like make up and they hash like it that. out and they're like, yeah. all right, let's go. And it's like, all right, like, let's, let's go do this. Yeah. And then they open that room. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, what's this? Oh, nothing. I just want to open to a door to an action sequence. And it's a bunch of dudes like training, like, yeah. you know, like, like intensive training, like, like military combat training or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like James Bond training, yeah. dude. 
Yeah, it's fucking stupid, dude. But then he's like, well, I got to make a plan to give Cassandra back. And then he's like, uh, but what? And it goes, wait a minute. And then like, it's like the, you know how like, uh, what is that shit in a band do where they like, they fucking get the symbols together where they crash yeah. shit? It's like that sound, right? When he has an idea, he's like, nah. Wait a minute. And it crashes yeah. again. And he goes, that's it. Frankie Sharp of Sharp Records. You heard what that guy said, Chris Farley. Yeah. Right? He said that he's looking for a big act and he's coming back Aurora, Illinois, around this day. And he said he and he even says something about he's got a satellite or something in mm-hmm. his limo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? <laughs> how fucking convenient is that, yeah. huh? <laughs> and then, dude, this is how fucking Wayne when we or excuse me, Garth is when we say he's fucking smart. And he says, Okay, I'll access the fucking like satellite to the to Frankie Sharp's limo. And then he goes off on these like fucking crazy ass like coordinates and shit like that. And he goes on and on He's and like, on. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it bounce off of the like perimeter in the orbit back to this one and triangle it back to here. It's almost too easy. Yeah. It's like we, the most complex fucking plan of all time. Uh huh. And then people in the back that are overhearing his plan, one of them is Officer Kaharski, dude. Yeah. Remember, he had a cavity search, 12 people inside and out. Right. And so he's like, we can only hope that Frankie Sharp is is uh, listening, and he's in his limo at that very exact time. We're gonna need a not, we're gonna need a lot of help. And then everybody in the back will help. And he's <laughs> like, "You get Cassandra, I'll do the rest." Right? You, yeah. <laughs> I'll fucking take on this shit. <laughs> and then Wayne goes to the video shoot of um, Crucial Time again. Cassandra's a fucking babe, dude. Swing with the fucking snake around her. Oh and yeah, everything. she's wearing like a like fucking uh, like it's mm-hmm. like. What Tarzan fucking wears. Yeah. Like, like practically nothing, right? Yeah. With the snake all over her. Yeah. And shit like that. Uh, by the way, she was not acting in that, dude. Uh, the snake was like really fucking heavy and she's afraid of snakes. Oh. So when she was like. I'm afraid of snakes, dude. Ah, dude. Snakes. snakes, snakes. I don't know no snakes. <laughs> but yes. Uh, oh, dude, I forgot to mention that while Wayne is like on the way to the video shoot, he gets pulled over by the fucking cops, dude. And it's fucking Robert Patrick himself as the character in T-1000 in Terminator. He's like, have you seen this boy? And he holds up the picture of John Connor. John Connor, <laughs> It's so fucking good, man. Uh, he shows up to the set. He says sorry to Cassandra. He fucking fake cries, dude. He finds a random picture of water, and he fucking pours it on him to make himself like he's crying. There's a subtitle on the bottom that says Oscar-worthy performance and shit like that. <laughs> and she says, I love you, Cassandra. You may not know it, but I love you. And she says, is that all true? It's like, uh, yes. Uh, all except for the reading part. It's like, the, you know, the worst part is. And it has like the Oscar uh, nomination <laughs> perf- yeah, uh, performance. Scene. Yeah. It's like, the worst part is I never learned to read. <laughs> is that true? He's like, yes. Oh, but the reading part. Yeah. And then he's like, Wayne, go home. He's like, okay. Oh, yeah. Well. Where's the rest of your band then? And then they're in the back. What's up, Wayne? Oh, hey, hey guys. Didn't see you back there. He goes, all right. Poor old me. I'll go back home. But we all know that there is no film in this camera. And he fucking opens the film thing. And all the fucking film comes out. out. (laughs) The guy's looking at it. He's just like, security. (laughs) It's so fucking good, dude. So he fucking takes off. And then Benjamin's holding the fucking snake, right? And he starts, I forget what he says, dude. But he starts talking shit about Wayne. And he says that, uh, he says some fucking remark where, like, Cassandra gets, like, an epiphany. She was like, fuck, dude. And then she's like, the snake starts crawling up on her. And she's like, is that you or the snake? Right? And then he's like, Campbell, wait up. And then basically he says, 
just shut your fucking mouth and let's get in the car. And he's like, Excellent. she like realizes like, all right, this guy's a fucking joke. Like, I want Wayne. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. Which is like, kind of like the weirdest. All right, you know what? <laughs> I like just. What if the snake never crawled onto Cassandra? Would she would have stayed? I know. <laughs> huh? The fucking snake, dude. So just like so, what? Benjamin's probably be like, man, fuck this snake, dude. I almost had her. Like, if it wouldn't <laughs> crawl on her, I would. She would have stayed. Yeah, yeah, dude. And then, so that's okay. So plan one is pretty much there. Wayne kind of has Cassandra back, all right. So now it's up to Garth to get all the shit. So they have to go back to the the place where they did the set the, of the Wayne's public World. access show. Yeah, like, building. They, they go there to get all the equipment to get all the shit to hack into Frankie Sharp's satellite, basically. So it's Garth and all the friends, including Terry and all the other Phil's right there too. And they they get all the shit out and then lurking in the trees is fucking Russell, dude. Hold what, it right there. Yeah. What with the, the flashlight. Is, yeah, what the fuck is Russell wearing here, dude? He's wearing like a jogger outfit, like like <laughs> like a mafioso guy, dude. Like it's like fucking fluorescent colors yeah, and shit like it's that. Like, like sure, it's nineteen ninety one or whatever, dude, but God, it's like Russell DiMaggio yeah. or something, dude. Like, you know, like that like he's like an Italian dude at that point. Dude, you know what it kind of looks like he's wearing? You remember in fucking Reservoir Dogs what Chris Penn is wearing? Oh, exactly. Dude, I, right, was gonna say, dude. I was going to say, it looks like what Chris Penn was wearing in, yeah. in Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. And he shines his fucking flashlight at them. He's like, hey, stop it right there. He's like, and then Garth is like, he's like, what, Russell? You going to be Benjamin's monkey boy for the rest of your life? He's like, he's Benjamin's like, my friend. He's like, Benjamin is nobody's friend. If Benjamin were an ice cream flavor... He'd be pralines and, and dig and dig, <laughs> and he takes his fucking flashlight the way he unarms it and everything. It's like dude. it's like an actual gun, and then like he like like unscrews the cap and drops the batteries, and everyone's about to rush him, and he's like, "Wait, it's they okay. like," and then he stops everyone. He's like, "It's okay, it's okay." And he like goes up to him, like it's like a gentle giant. He's one of us. It's like, <laughs> yeah. and then like and then Russell gets like. Hi guys. Yeah. Like, he's a, go, hey, how's it going? I'm one of you guys now. Like, <laughs> yeah. And then he's they even he's... get him to drive the truck back and shit, dude. <laughs> like, dude. And then like he's fucking driving, dude. And then there's Terry, man. There's Terry, who we haven't really brought up Terry a whole lot, but Terry fucking tells him he's like, "I love you, man." He's like, "All right." He's like, "No, I love you, man." He's like, "All right." He's like, and then Garth is like, "Just say thanks." He's like, "All right." And then Terry just fucking grabs him and hugs him, dude. And he fucking, they almost Makes crash and shit, shit like that. He's like, all right, thanks, man. Thanks. It's fucking great, dude. <laughs> all right. So once again, man, let's put shit in perspective here. All right. Wayne's, Wayne and Guard's like plan is almost coming to fruition now. They got Cassandra back. They got the equipment. They even got fucking Russell <laughs> to be on their side in this shit, right? So now the jig is up. Like Benjamin already knows what the fuck is going on, man. So he knows that Cassandra took off with Wayne. So he's going to Wayne's pad, right? But then on the way over there, he gets pulled over by some of the help. This time by Officer Koharski, dude. Yeah. <laughs> when I was a kid, man, I didn't understand this part, dude. <laughs> okay? But then let's remember, Officer Koharski, man, he did the fucking cavity searches, man. He purposely pulls over Benjamin to delay him, to delay the inevitable, right, dude? Because, like, they're trying to do everything. They just don't want Benjamin to get to Wayne's house, right? So they pull him over and he fucking says, can you put your hands on the hood, please? There's something else I have to check. And he puts on some gloves. You hear the glove? Dude. You hear the glove snap. So he's going to give Benjamin a fucking cavity search, dude. Right? <laughs> fucking A, man. That's that's the that's help right there, oh, yeah. man. Holy shit. And then back at Wayne's Path, the original set of Wayne's World, man, where all the shit happens, right? And then they somehow connect 
the all the equipment perfectly to Frankie Sharp's limo. So now he's able to see. And they say, Frankie Sharp, if you're watching it's a, this. It's an episode for one. Yeah. So just him. It's just him. He's watching in the back of his limo. And so this is Cassandra and Crucial Time. And they start playing Ballroom Blitz, right? By the Misfits, I believe. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Pretty sick rendition, I think, dude. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. And again, Cassandra, dude, swing in the red dress. <laughs> Until she starts screaming. Until she starts screaming, dude. <laughs> you know what part two, right? Ah, that fucking, uh, yeah, I don't like the way she screams like that, bro. I, I purposely, I don't, dude. Uh, and then, uh, Frankie Sharp is watching it, and then you see the limo making a fucking fat U-turn, dude, out of nowhere, dude. Fucking almost causes a scene of an accident it, 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 like, like that. It, like, drifts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a straight, a full-on Tokyo drift. <laughs> yeah, like, dude. in the middle of the fucking freeway. Yeah. Like, and what, then is, is Pinky's driver fucking the driver for fucking <laughs> Frankie Sharp, dude? He must put his fucking cognac on himself <laughs> like that, dude. <laughs> but yeah, dude. And so then he gets there, or he's about to get there, right? Because they're on their way back to fucking Wayne's house. Yeah. And then Benjamin fucking shows up, and he's like limping on the way up there, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, to he's me, bowling I, it all the way up there. Yeah. As a kid, I didn't know what the fuck that meant until I got older. I go, I thought oh. his back hurt or something, dude. <laughs> yeah, I know, me too, dude. <laughs> but no, he got a cavity search procedure done on him, dude. Uh, and then Crucial Taunt wraps it up. They're right there. They do the whole set. Everything's fucking cool. Everybody starts fucking jumping up and down. Frankie Sharp is right there on the steps of the basement. And he says to Cassandra, you know, I think you're a very beautiful woman, but right now is not the good time. And fucking declines to give them a contract and it's like why the fuck were you even there then <laughs> you know i know right but then again so then this pisses off cassandra obviously right you ruined so my career you ruined my career and, and every and then stacy comes out right remember stacy the wayne's ex-girlfriend she All comes right. out she says wayne you know why i've been moody it's because i'm pregnant and it's like whoa what the fuck dude and then the sparks that have been happening in this, the equipment from the beginning of the movie, a spark fucking shoots up. And then a fucking fire catches, like, the whole fucking house catches on fire. And Wayne's just sitting there with this, like, Jack Nicholson <laughs> grin on his face. Like, you know, like, the world's just burning around him, but he's okay with it. Like, yeah. he's kind of like, he's like, fuck it, dude. I'm just going to, like, let it ride. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, and then they stay, like, for the fire. The house burns down. And then he's carrying Garth, and he's blaming it on God. He's like, why, God? Why? And they're all, and like, it, burnt up. And it transitions to Benjamin, like, at some fucking resort with Cassandra. Again, Cassandra, swing, fuck, dude. In the bathing suit. Mm. It's like, last night was the best night of my life. <laughs> like, damn. Yeah, yeah, and then fucking Benjamin even breaks the fourth wall now, and he looks at us, the viewer, and he goes, you didn't think she'd end up with Wayne, did you? Yeah. To where fucking Wayne and Garth show up. And fucking break the fourth wall, too. And she said, hey, you didn't think it was going to end like this, did you? He's like, let's do the Scooby-Doo ending. Good call. Yeah. And it goes, it rewinds back to the crucial top performance. Frankie Sharp is there after it's done. And he says, oh, I think you guys were terrific. And we're going to end it right there. But before we do, let's find out who is behind this. And they fucking <sighs> rip Benjamin's fucking face off. off it's a mask and it's fucking smithers or smithers it's smithers what the fuck his name is dude the from the amusement park mr withers old man withers from the amusement park and i would have right? gotten away with it if it weren't for you stinking meddling kids <laughs> like <laughs> good one jaggy <laughs> yeah dude it's so fucking like dude the way like they break the fourth one just fuck with us like that is so good 
And then he's like, hey, are you ready for the mega happy ending? All right, let's do it. And no, again, they, they do the Thelma and Louise ending first. Which one? Don't they do the Thelma and Louise ending? It's like, just keep your eye. Or is that the second movie? That's the second one, oh, dude. Oh, shit, yeah. dude. That's right. They do they do alternate endings in the second <laughs> yeah, one, too. Yeah, dude. Wow. Yeah. I've just been getting way ahead of myself this whole time. <laughs> but then they go to the super mega happy ending. Yeah. And right? that's what they call it? Yeah. Again. And then it goes to the same shit. You see Benjamin fucking limping all the way up. Crucial Tom wraps up the performance. Frankie Sharp is right there and is happy with them. He just comes over and says three lines like, hey, give me a call in the morning. And that's it. Like, <laughs> yeah. And he's like, you guys were terrific. So good. I'm going to give you guys a six deal contract starting tomorrow. See you there or something like that. And then everything, it turns into a fucking like happy ending. Right. Fucking Wayne and Cassandra family back together. Garth. He gets with that dream girl he'd been dreaming of throughout the whole dream woman. Yeah. <laughs> and then to make shit funny too, fucking Terry and Russell fucking come out and they say, you know, it's okay for two men to be cool with one another like that. <laughs> and then as a kid, I didn't know what the fuck that meant. But then I, when I got older, I was like, what the fuck? Russell and Terry are gay? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> like the whole time, like Terry, a lot of his lines are just him going like, I love you, man. Yeah. Like that. And it's no, like, man, huh. like, I really love you. <laughs> And then to wrap it all up, man, everything's good. Like fucking Crucial Tonk gets a contract. They're all reunited. Wayne and Cassandra, all that good shit. And then Benjamin comes out and he says, I I, I got something to say too. You know, not everything is about good looks and money. I I realize that I could have the, the best looks, perfect body, all the money in the world, get you almost to the top. But not quite enough. <laughs> but, right? And then, and then Wayne and Garth come out and he's like, He's like, isn't that like a good happy ending? Fish hooks! Yeah, and, they fish fucking, hook. and then the fucking song kicks in, dude. And it's the ending that was my one of my favorite fucking comedy films of all time, Wayne's World, man. I fucking love this, man. Our words do not do it justice. It's uh, near and dear to my heart. Um, it is for some, I don't know, reason that... Uh-huh. Um, for some reason, my grandma in Mexico mm-hmm. had this fucking movie on VHS. Yeah. She had two movies. Uh-huh. It was Wayne's World and <laughs> uh, for our Mexican listeners, La India Maria. Oh. So yeah. uh, every year, I would go to Mexico and me and my brother would watch Wayne's World in Zacatecas. Wow. Um, I don't know why she had Wayne's World. Don't ask me why she had oh, Wayne's yeah, World. That's crazy. But she had Wayne's World, and she would entertain us with Wayne's World, uh-huh. which is why I grew up. Just that was like my favorite fucking movie of all time. Um, yeah. It's and again, it's very near and dear to my heart. Uh, it brought us together. Yeah, uh, I used it, you know, to propose to my wife, and it's one of her favorite movies. Um, it's it's fucking great. It's one of the best fucking movies of all time. Uh, Mike Myers definitely one of the best films he's ever done for sure if not the best the film. best one man yeah like this like fuck the uh austin powers movies dude. <laughs> yeah it's all about wayne's world dude <laughs> like cheers to that brother so now let's get into the segment with uh some notable work from some of these actors and actresses man uh, do you have anything on, on mike myers brother because to be honest dude i don't i'm not really a big fan of mike myers uh well, obviously the, austin powers right yeah that austin was like, powers you know man. um he also did like you know he's the Inglorious Bastards. He yeah. was you know the Little cameo in that. Yeah. He did the you know Queen flick. Mm-hmm. Um, he did, he did the Cat in the Hat. Yeah, he did. Was, I never saw that movie. Nah, um, nah. and actually, uh, fun fact, um, our shout out that we did earlier to our friend Walter Domino Bropes. 
Love you, Wallace. Um, he went to Universal Studios, I remember, when um, we were in high school. Mm-hmm. And while doing the tour, they had mentioned that they were filming the movie The Cat in the Hat at that time. Oh, wow. Yeah, so Mike Myers was in the at Hollywood Universal Studios at that time. So, And I remember him being kind of a big fan of Mike Myers. So, huh. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't have anything on Mike Myers. I personally don't have anything on, on Dana Carvey either, unless you got something to say about Dana Carvey, bro. All right. So two pretty awesome. Well, I mean, obviously, he's known for SNL, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, everyone that knows Dana Carvey, is he's from SNL. Um, Spinal Tap. Yeah. Yeah. If anyone knows Spinal and th- and this is like a deep track of <laughs> Spinal Tap. He was the waiter, uh, the mime waiter. Yeah. Oh, it, shit. That scene where he's the like, you know the mime waiter, like that's Dana Carvey, dude. Um, and then like everyone knows a lot of people know him from Master of Disguise. Um, I myself actually never even watched that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I just know that there's like that whole turtle turtle part, <laughs> um, but I have no idea what the reference is. And SNL, he actually holds the record for saying live from New York. It's Saturday night. It's Saturday night the oh, most wow. amount of times. Oh, wow. Yeah. Whenever I and hear he that. He joined it in 86, a year before I was born. Mm, damn, dude. The way, whenever I think of like live from Saturday, you know, live from New York, I always think of Chris Farley yelling it at the top of his lungs. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to go back to that final tap thing, I like that one part when they do the review of the album, Shark Sandwich, and they're like, oh, Shark Sandwich? More like Shit Sandwich. More like Shit Sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, it, it mo- movies uh run very near and dear to my heart with my my like extended family, so my wife's family. Mm-hmm. So obviously, me and my wife Sydney, we fell in love with like Wayne's World references, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So first time I met my father in law, I yep. made a Spinal Tap reference, <laughs> and that's one of his fucking favorite movies of all time. And nice. my um my uh Sydney's stepmom was like. You just won him over by saying that's that. And and yeah, like so that's awesome. I love that movie. You know, Spinal Tap is that's one of the best movies. I think you guys should definitely do a review Fuck on yeah. that one for sure. That's, oh, that I movie is all Tap. improv, dude. Wow, I that, love Spinal yeah, Tap. Yeah, all of it's improv. So <laughs> great flick. Yeah. Dana I, White was like, or Dana, Dana White. Dana Carvey. Dana Carvey, <laughs> Dana Carvey did a cameo in that. Yeah. That was way before yeah. Wayne's World Wayne's started. World, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. I did mention on this episode earlier, dude, that uh, the the lady that plays uh, Stacy, dude, Lara Flynn Boyle, she was in a movie, man, that I seen her in, man. This is a fucked up movie. I hate to break, like, the whole, because this, this has all been nothing but comedies and stuff like that. But there's a movie out there called Happiness. I don't really want to bring up what this movie is about. It's very disturbing. But I, I, I would assume that's the complete opposite of Happiness, yes, right? Yes, bro. It is From the, the way complete you're opposite. Yeah. Teeing it up here. Cool. <laughs> and John Lovitz is in the movie too, dude. Oh shit. Yeah. Um there's other I think uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's in it too. Oh, wow. But it has to do with Heavy hitters. Um, it has to do with some kids involved and a kid's father who does some shit to the kids. You could probably imagine and the kid finds out about it and stuff like that. It's really dark. It is a fucked up movie, but a a fucking remarkable movie uh to bring out. And lastly, bro, I'm going to get into Penelope Spheris, the director, right? She did Wayne's World, man. There are two movies I like to bring up that are classics I'm sure that you all have seen. Uh, the first one is Little Rascals. Did you know she directed The Little Rascals, dude? Really? She did. I was not man. aware of that. Yeah, yeah. I saw what you did there. It makes a lot of sense because the, <laughs> the, like, the, cinematography, the cinematography is a lot. It's very uh, similar. Yeah. 
Yeah, and the last one I want to bring up, bro, because we're going to bring back uh, Chris Farley back once again, man. Please go out of your way. If you want, if you like Tommy Boy, you're going to like this one, man. Black Sheep. Black Sheep. Yep. She directed Black Sheep. It's, it's not as good as um, Tommy Boy. Tommy Boy is a fucking classic. But Black Sheep is a very fucking funny movie, man. It was David Spade. David Spade. And the thing is, like, Dana Carvey and Mike Myers have amazing chemistry, dude. I could arguably say that Chris Farley and David Spade had a better chemistry than those two. That's arguable. But I think they do. I it's I well, know I it's mean, arguable. Well they only did that one film, right? Tommy Boy and Black Sheep. Oh, they did both. Oh yeah, yeah. And then, right. Yeah. It's hard to say, man, but I, I you cannot make an argument for both, man. But yeah, I bro. would say that they definitely do have a better chemistry just because it's like a polar opposites type of chemistry it's mm, like mm. hey i'm all the way up here on the table like <laughs> i have fun it's like and i'm down here and i'm serious like that's david Spade. Yeah. He's like the and chris farley's like the wacky guy yeah so it's like i don't know i i i would say that david spade and chris farley definitely have a better yeah. uh because they're both actually like you know they're genuine like yeah like you hear mike myers was like a bitch on set like mm-hmm. it kind of diminishes that like oh man that kind of sucks like I wonder how Dana feels about that. Do you think he's been asked questions in that, like about like in like? like I, I mean, fuck! I've never heard any like uh, comments with him regarding about like Mike Myers. That's on the set homie, and, right there, yeah. dude. That's the homie. Like Dana's probably just like, ah, oh, yeah, it's all rumors. But he's probably just like, man, like, cool. Yeah, ain't like, gotta do with nothing of me. Like, you know, <laughs> you know, yeah. But all right, brother. So let's wrap it up, brother. It's time for our overall thoughts, man. And uh, from a scale of one through ten, brother, what do you give? Give us your overall thoughts about this movie, and then. Give us your ranking from one through ten stars. Um, I grew up watching this movie. Um, mm-hmm. It's a film that I was able to watch as a little kid, and it's got some references in there. You know, yeah. some some and that like they're kind of vulgar, but you, like they're not bad. You know, like mm-hmm. and then like <laughs> as you get older, like you're like, oh okay, so yeah. they're like they're they're kind of innocent, you know? Yeah. Um, which I thought was great. It's like okay, I like you know I you know I'm a I'm a father of a eight month nine month now mm-hmm. child and it's like dude i look forward to watching this movie with my kid dude you know like <laughs> yeah. that's like a, that's gonna be a special memory a special yeah. bond that i have with my son which is something that i love about this film that you can watch it from a very young age and then like you could grow with this movie you grow yeah. old with this movie you know and um top of that you know it's very near and dear to my wife's heart you know so it's like it brought us together it brought me and one of my best friends of all time together for know. life. Yeah. Um. And it's it's cr- provided me with amazing jokes. Yeah. <laughs> at the best times, <laughs> you know. Um. It's just it's all overall amazing. It has like and it brings people together. It gets yeah. you educated. It brings. <laughs> it's it's comedic. It's it's you know it's just it's sad. It hits. It's all the things. It's yeah. one of my wife's favorite things that she said about me is he's all the things. Well, this movie was all the things to me, just like she is to me. It's it's just all around a perfect ten, you would say. But oh. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and just in in the spirit of, you know, Dana Carvey being inspired, I'm gonna crank it up to eleven. Oh, I love what you did <laughs> there, brother. Fuck, yeah. he's go up to eleven, man. Definitely, definitely. I love it, brother. I love it. And to kind of echo what you were saying, man, is uh, I've already watched this movie with Damien, man. That's so, that must uh, yeah. be like a awesome, awesome thing to have, you know? Like, oh, it is, man. And like, you know how I mentioned how he laughed his ass off with Stacy hitting the car and shit like that. Yeah. You know, if it made a little, I think Damon was like four or five at the time. If it made him fucking laugh, 
You know, it's good for everybody, man. Overall, man, this movie's fucking brilliant, man. They, I love how they poked fun at their own flaws at it. Uh, they know it's flawed, but just the fact of them just being like, oh, yeah, here are the flaws, but we're going to make you laugh about it. I fucking loved it, man. I already mentioned how fucking great the chemistry between Dana Carvey and Mike Myers were, man. They were fucking amazing, man. Uh, even the side characters to me were fucking amazing. Like, uh, fucking Russell was one of my favorite characters, man. And, and again, man, this movie is so fucking quotable, man. I can quote the entire movie just like you and I can, brother. Yeah. We can do the whole fucking thing. Whoever can do that with me, you are my friend automatically, man. You know what? I would say that these these two were like the they they also made these two characters like 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 regular characters on SNL every mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think the only like there was only a few other cast members that have done that, you know, like ladies man. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um and then you have um uh was it Will Ferrell? Um, a night at the Roxbury. A night at the Roxbury. Yeah. You know Chris Kattan. Yeah. Right. And Will Ferrell again with um, uh, what's her face? Uh, where they're in school. Uh, the the cheerleaders. Um, I'm blanking, brother. I'm blanking. I'm sorry. Uh, dude, I'm 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 drawing a blank right now. I'm, Someone's fucking yelling at us right now. Fucking I know. Saying, like listening to this shit right now. I'm sorry, brother. But but no, I get what you're saying, dude. But yeah, like um. To go off on my overall thoughts, man. Again, man. Uh, I can quote. This is a very superstar. Oh, okay. Thank you, really. God yeah. damn it, superstar. dude. Sorry. <laughs> Jesus. Apologies for everyone out there. I'm I'm nervous. <laughs> yeah, dude. This movie is extremely rewatchable to me. I love this fucking movie. I've been watching it since I was I was a little kid. I watch it at least fucking I don't know two three times maybe a year. Uh, ever since I was a kid. I fucking love this movie, man. Somebody call Eric Anderson's sister. I'm going to give this a perfect 10, man. <laughs> I fucking love oh, this wow. movie, man. And if you do not like it, it's okay. That just means you and I can't be friends. Fuck hey. right off. I'm just kidding. Come on now. <laughs> uh, re- referring back to our quote from earlier from the movie, hey, Led Zeppelin didn't always make music that everyone dig, but <laughs> they just left that to the Beatles. Hell yeah, brother. I still think it's Bee Gees, though. We got to go back. Beatles, I think it's the Bee Gees, dude. But fuck it. We'll go back and listen we'll to it, We'll get some man. fact checks. and uh, just... <laughs> But yeah, brother, one more swing for the good man right here, brother. Bottoms up. Bottoms up. Cheers. Mm-hmm. All right, dude. Thank you so much, brother, for joining us for this special episode. Danny will be back next week. And the next week's episode is going to be, we're going to hit a milestone. Episode number 50, man. Wow. So be on the lookout for that, all right? So this next movie we're going to review is not an underrated gem. This movie got critical acclaim, but this is something that uh, we got recommended. It was too much to uh, to pass up, man. So be, please be on the lookout for that. Much love to all of you, man. Remember to be kind to one another. Bottoms up to all of you, and I hope the new year is continuing to uh, be good to you, right? Thank you so much for the support, man, the continued support. Much love to all of you. Peace. Mwah. Thank you very much for the honor. Appreciate it. Bottom down.
Thank you for sticking with us to the very end. Please join us next week as we review one of the most complex and unique films of all time. And that movie is Inception, a film directed by Christopher Nolan. Please go out of here to watch this modern day masterpiece and then join us for the discussion portion of the show. Love to all and bottoms up. Thank you.